Welcome, everyone, to episode 140 of Control the Zone. My name is Tidian Gonzalez, joined as always by Colby Patnode. We are releasing this episode for free to everyone across YouTube. I think we might even put it on Spotify. Uh, this usually goes out to all of our subscribers on Patreon, but we're doing a little test run here uh, because we're a couple days away from the Mariners starting to play games pretty much every day through uh, from here until hopefully November. So I uh, thought no better time to do a free episode of CTZ and give you guys an idea of what we do over on our Patreon then now. So I assume a lot of you that are listening to this are probably coming over from Locked On. And maybe some of you didn't even know that we did a Patreon show. I mean, we do remind you guys at the start of every episode of Locked On, but uh, this is kind of what it's going to be. And this show is very different than Locked On. Uh, we made the decision around the time that we started Locked On that we were going to turn the show into more so of a uh, all Seattle sports type of show. We also just uh, kind of shoot the shit, Colby and I, and just talk about really whatever we want. Sometimes it's structured. Most of the time it's not and we just kind of let it rip and see what happens uh but uh but yeah so hopefully you guys like this and if you want to subscribe you can go to patreon.com forward slash control the zone and uh we have a tier one subscription for three dollars uh, a month and that gets you access to episodes like this one uh on, that comes out on wednesday uh, and you can get access to a bonus episode every week as well that comes out on monday for five dollars a month with our tier two subscription so uh so yeah so yeah what this show uh, really is i mean it's uh it we talk some mariners we talk seattle sports we talk about whatever we want and it is very much nsfw so it is not like locked on you're gonna hear us say a lot of words that we don't we are not allowed to say on locked on so we'll give you that warning now uh but yeah colby what's up man not much um you know, if you're coming over from Locked On, I'm I'm sorry Ty is being a, an infant because he can't do two shows today because apparently he's coughing too much or whatever. Like, I've done this show with a separated shoulder before, but sure, Ty's coughing, so let's... Separated shoulder? When did that happen? You know, that might be an exaggeration, but you know, you'll never know. Anyways... <laughs> Just trust this is me, the first that I ever heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, maybe it didn't happen, but... um. Yeah, by the way, people are mad that I did my math wrong about the Kalnick pop-up thing. Um, you did your math wrong? Yeah, no, I added the two percentages together, but I had. To, but first you have to obviously you have to remove the at-bats that were a strikeout because then the pop-up rates are just, you know, batted balls. That's percent of batted balls. So, yeah, my math's mm. off, but either way. Anyway, you really, guys really want to slice it? Jared Kalnick's hitting way too many pop-ups and he's striking out way too much, so... Yeah, uh, 49% of his at-bats did not end that way, but it's still too many. So math aside, the point is still correct. So, uh, Idiot. Yeah, okay, well, let's see you do math. Um, there was there was a uh, no one wants to see that. There was one guy that uh, also did not get the bit about me, uh, you know, just doing this for money. I'm not actually a Mariners fan. He was like, wow, <laughs> you're actually not a Mariners fan and just doing this for money? Is Colby even a Mariners fan? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I thought about being like, no, nah, we don't we don't even like baseball. We do, actually we don't even like sports. Uh but I, I decided to, I, against it. Uh you know, and I just let it be. And maybe someone else will <laughs> will tell him yeah. what, what's going um, on there. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, we do it for the money. The, if you guys don't know, we make dozens of dollars doing these we podcasts. Make millions and millions of pennies do over the course even? of like a ten, 10 year span. <laughs> how many how much money is a million pennies? Is that like a thousand bucks? It's it's ten thousand. It's yeah. ten thousand dollars. <laughs> I wish we made so, a million pennies. <laughs> so within a year we might make a, a million pennies. Kind of depends on how good the year is, though. So, ugh. yeah. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, you guys didn't know. Ty is a Mariners fan. Not as big as I am. Uh, because apparently I have more Mariners stuff in my background, which. I'm I'm nothing. actually a Yankees fan. <laughs> I'm on a East Coast bias shit. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, by the way, as Ty mentioned, you know, tier one gets you access to Wednesday show. Tier two will get you access to Monday and Wednesday. And then we do a live stream on Friday on our uh, YouTube channel, which is uh, probably should change the name of it. It doesn't really make sense right now, but uh, the YouTube channel is true to the Trident. Um, You know, we're at about like 1400 subs there. I post videos sometimes. I want to post more, but obviously with the laptop issues I had the last few weeks, kind of tough. Uh, but whatever. You've got uh, a new laptop now, though. Yeah, yeah, yep. I've already got you know like eighty five percent done with the next video. So, uh, so yesterday when we were uh recording, I mean, you were using your new laptop, but were you able to like go on other websites <laughs> while we were recording? I had like... a I had a tab open. Okay, there we go. So see, that's the thing, right, guys? Like, so so whenever we've recorded in the past, because Colby has like. Colby's old laptop had the RAM of like a 1997 laptop. I think it was eight. Uh, <laughs> either way, he wasn't able to uh, to run literally any other tabs without it starting to freeze <laughs> the uh, the recording. Yeah. So hopefully um, that's fixed now. It wasn't really an issue though with my Chromebook, which is weird. Which is what I used last week. So right. Um. Yeah. But. Uh, <clears throat> I, I whatever we'll see how it goes but yeah that's what we're doing uh, and also you know there's probably going to be some some changes to the tier list or to the the tiers we might add a tier we might uh you know move some things around and whatnot and change yeah. uh some things we're still working on that but tier one is always going to get when uh wednesday episodes or sometimes we do them on thursday whatever you get the idea um you'll get one episode a week and then tier two is always going to get two episodes a week and then we'll see what we add from there so yeah patreon.com slash control the zone um to sign up we also offer yearly subscriptions at a discount so if you guys want to do that blah 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 uh and you know we're gonna do uh we're we're going to uh do an episode now that we haven't done before actually so uh yeah yeah, this is going to be a AMA uh, episode. Our patrons have uh, know how to send us questions, and, and uh, we have a Bitly set up to do that. And if you guys yep. subscribe, we'll send you the uh, the Bitly, and you guys can ask us any questions you want, and and not have to worry about what we can and can't answer from Locked On um, or anything like that. So we're going to just roll through some of these questions today, and uh, that's going to be our show. So uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we're going to we're going to answer some of these questions that we got here. Maybe we'll talk about some other stuff. We'll see how much time we have. I don't know if we're going to answer all these questions cuz we might want to save a couple for next week just in case we don't uh, get too many questions. We'll see. I, I don't want to say though that this is going to be a <laughs> weekly thing. That's true too. 
right so. we're we're not going to we're not going to do it all the time uh right. but it's uh, definitely something that's going to be there for us to kind of lean on in case we don't have anything mm-hmm. else to really cover or whatever we'll see i don't know i, um, I just think whenever we get a couple good questions is is yeah, probably yeah. just kind of like yeah you guys don't have to ask us like super serious questions either you know what i mean it just no no yeah really what i honestly i encourage you guys to ask us stuff other than mariners related stuff because we already do that on you know pretty much every monday on on locked on m's and i think we're going to still do mailbag shows during spring training and even during the regular season yeah. maybe not like those every week maybe not every week but um we'll yeah. we'll, we'll probably do it at least once a uh, once a month during the regular season I would, I would venture a little bit more, but uh, yeah, we'll just see you guys. Yeah. You guys tend to like those. Our numbers say that you guys like those uh, mailbag Mondays. So as long as yeah. they keep producing, you know, you guys keep showing an interest. We'll, we'll do some, but uh, yeah. yeah, it'll just be nice Ty. that, you know, we don't have another Monday episode without Mariners games to talk about until mm-hmm. hopefully late October. So, so yeah. Yeah. That'll well, be hopefully nice. November. Right. Like... I don't, I don't know what day, you know, the world series ends, but yeah 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 um yeah so uh you know if you if you join the the patreon you can send us questions and all that good stuff so uh yeah all right well let's get into these uh let's get into these questions uh let's start here some of these uh, or most of these don't have a name attached to them so uh but you know if you want us to know who you are and want us to give you a shout out please include your name and Anything else that you want mentioned? Location. Um, yeah, whatever. Twitter handle. If you guys are a tier three, let us know and we'll shout out your business. Yeah. Unless, you know, it's like, what's a delicate way to say this? Adult entertainment. <laughs> I mean, on the Patreon, we could do that. But I, I mean, like. Sure. Yeah, we're probably not going to like pitch your escort service to say it nicely. We're not going to, we're not going to push your. You know, there are some political organizations that like. Sure. (laughs) Like, just you know, I think you guys. If you have a, if you, if you, if you have a dispensary, though, I'll, I'll I'll do that. I I will definitely do that. Yeah, I, I, I'm not opposed to it either. So, and if you want to throw, you know, throw a little discount over my way for maybe the time that I come to Washington, you you know, I'll take that too. Uh, All right, Uh, so (laughs) let's start with a fun one here. Uh, and it literally includes the word fun just for fun. What's the worst defensive alignment you can make with the Mariners starting lineup? <laughs> All right. So Ty France I mean, has to play center field. Uh, or shortstop or shortstop. Yeah. Like who do you think would be worse in center field? Ty France or Cal Raleigh? Ty France. Cal's got wheels. Cal's got wheels. Cal does not have. He has more wheels than Ty France, but like, no. He he's got wheels. He's got no, wheels. He doesn't, but <laughs> like, I guess relative to his size, I, I I don't I don't know how you're gonna say he has wheels, but yeah. So then yeah. it's probably France in center, right? You want to start up the middle, so France in center. Yep. Uh, Cal let's go. At Cal short. at short. Yeah. Yeah. Cal at short. Yeah. Um, catcher, and like JP. Sam Haggerty, like I, I think like because JP is athletic enough. I feel like we should put like all the athletic dudes need to go at places where like athleticism isn't as important, right? Which is catcher, 
I mean, you got to be pretty athletic. But it's a different kind of athleticism. Yeah. Because, like, you could say first base, but, like, we see Evan White play first base, and we see, like... Oh, who's the shortest guy on the team? That's who we should put at first base. No, don't be a Little League coach, you moron. Um... By the way, that's like, actually I, the opposite of <laughs> being a little league. Coach. I know, but like you're, you're like, oh well, the tall kid goes at first, so the opposite of that yeah, is exactly. the short kid. Don't yeah, be that. Yeah, yeah. Don't be that guy. Uh, so let's see. So Ty in center, Raleigh uh, at short. Yep. Um, who do we want in the? Obviously, you don't want any of the outfielders in the outfield. So Murph like at Anaker second. Still on this team. What? Murph at second. Uh, yeah, I heard you. Yeah. I, I think I actually think Murphy's played left field in the big leagues for an inning. Really? I feel like I remember him being out there on one of those days in like 2019. Like they, they kind of ran into a situation and they needed a guy to go stand at left field for an inning. And so they used him. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that happened. Um, All right. AJ Pollock, a catcher. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I guess. Or or Tommy Lastella with his fucked up Achilles. <laughs> Jared Kelnick at third. Yeah. Lefty. You know, you yeah. know so yeah. Uh Julio has to be on the bench. <laughs> like there's no way to there's no way to put Julio somewhere where he's gonna be bad. So Yeah, yeah. Just uh Julio fucks off. Yeah. So he's he's not it's in a rest the lineup. day. Yeah. yeah. Um First base is tough because I don't think you're going to find anybody who would be like awful at first base. So you just kind of have to pick somebody. Mm-hmm. So I, I'll say JP at, at first. Okay. Murphy at second. Yeah. Cal at short. Kelnick at third. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the outfield uh, ties in center. Yep. So then you need the corner outfield spots. Wong has to Can be we- one of them. Because Moore and Haggerty both play there fine. So, right. So, yeah, mm. it, it's you're probably actually putting Tay Oscar in the outfield. <laughs> 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 like Tao and left, Cal Raleigh in center, and, and Colton Wong in right. I think that's probably. Ty France in center. But yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Colton Wong in right. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's so, true. around the diamond, Pollock. Or Listella, a catcher. Yeah. JP at first, Murph yep. at second, Raleigh at short, Kelnick at third, Teo in left, which, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's probably the best that you I mean, have like, on the. What, what else are you going to do? Because it's either Julio, Moore, or Haggerty. All those guys can play a great left field. So it's got to be Teo. I don't know about great, but. You know, for who's the Dylan Moore hater now? I was more so talking about well, whatever. Uh, Are you gonna say Sam Haggerty's not, dude? He he, Spider Man caught that ball in Detroit. Okay, that's true. That who's was, the that Sam was Haggerty hater now? That's that was that was pretty fire. He's a pretty good. He's a pretty good defender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's got to be corner outfield spot. Yeah, long and and right, right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess Listella and left. I feel like I feel like I feel like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Pollock at catcher, Listella and left, and then Wong and right. Teo sits. Julio sits. Right. More and Haggerty sit. More and Haggerty They're sit. Too good. Yeah. <laughs> They're, They're too good versatile. To, yeah, to play in in the bad defensive lineup. So there you go. 
That is Philly's ass. Actually, Dylan Moore is kind of a a low key uh, good option at catcher because of his noodle arm. <laughs> yeah, but he's athletic. Like, yeah. God, I just remember that relay throw that he. <laughs> that oh, he I forget who it was against. Texas. <laughs> was it Texas? He just kind of like yeah. looked like he like shot put it, and it like rolled home. <laughs> You're like, come on, dude. Come on, Dylan. I know you can throw harder than that, but yeah yeah and then like i guess if you want a pitcher that would be dylan moore <laughs> so let julio pitch for the love of god never do that he can do it when yeah, he's 41 again but again we gotta we gotta make the worst defensive alignment here so what would be the no. worst decision you could possibly make a pitcher julio no it'd be dylan moore because we've seen dylan moore pitch he sucks at it have we actually seen Dylan Moore pitch? Yes. I don't remember that. He's no Luis Torres. When does that happen? I'll say that. Happened a few when times. When does that happen? It's happened a few times. <laughs> really? I don't yes. remember any of those times. Yes. Dylan Moore has absolutely pitched. Oh. Well, clearly I, I blanked that out of my memory. Also, I think uh, I think Tom Murphy might have an inning or two. Yeah, yeah. Murph definitely does. Yeah, because usually they just throw the backup catcher out there. Yeah um all right cool well thanks for the question whoever you are um yeah. okay dylan moore has appeared in one game as a pitcher okay he threw one inning okay. gave up five hits two. i don't care gave up five hits four earned runs and walked two and faced 10 batters okay but when was this I'm i don't trying care to, I'm trying 2019 to... okay thank you for telling me if you guys right. are curious, that's a 36 ERA, a 9-2-1 FIP, an ERA plus of 16, and a 7 whip. 45 uh, hits per nine. Oh, just more fuel for you, Dylan Moore hate. Dude can't right. pitch. What's his point? What's the point? All right, next question. Do either of you ever feel like you'll burn out for baseball? I can't imagine doing seven shows a week. Um, Neither can Ty. Well, we He's actually... always looking to take days off. We actually do eight shows a week, most weeks. But, if you count uh, the live stream. I count the live stream, even though it's like, uh, it's very different, right? Because we just go on live, you yeah. guys just ask questions, and we just vibe out for a bit. Yeah, we're kind of like um, your dancing monkeys. You guys yeah. jingle the keys with topics you want us to yeah. prattle on about, and we do it. So. And then I don't I don't have to edit it, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Will we ever burn out of baseball? No. I love baseball. That's why I talk about it all the time. <laughs> you know, because I, I fucking love baseball. Um, the only thing that sucks about doing seven shows a week is you guys. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, the the thing that sucks about it is like this period. Yeah. And we've talked about this before on uh, CTZ. You know, oh yeah, this was the thing that I was I was going to mention earlier and then i completely froze and i forgot what i was going to say uh before we hopped into the questions is like we get really behind the scenes on ctz uh we talk about like you know our preparation for locked on shows and all that stuff so if that sounds interesting to you subscribe we talk about that um but uh yeah it's just you know this period of time where we get back to the five shows a week on locked on and but it's still you know before spring spring games are happening and we Colby and I, you know, if you if you know us, we uh, 
we're not into the whole like creating content out of nothing thing you know where it's like let's overreact to videos on the backfields at the peoria sports complex like whoa jerry kelnick took chris flexen deep what do you think that means for his 2023 season like we're and not i mean like who hasn't right so how big of a deal is that really yeah. but yeah we're, <laughs> we're we're not big fans of that and obviously there are shows that we are going to do and we know we're going to do we're going to do position previews we're going to do you know like like breakout candidates and we're going to do like team awards and, and league awards and like yeah. bold predictions. We're going to do all that stuff. Yep. But yep. if we don't, if we do those now, right, then we have nothing to talk about in March except for trying to come up with 30 minutes of things to talk about in the last spring training game that we probably didn't get to watch. <laughs> so you see, yeah. you see the issue. We kind of yeah. kind of have to spread this out in February. So, um, Plus we have a couple days where we know we're going to have to plan ahead and record ahead. And we need those topics to stay because we don't know what will be interesting on March 10th when we're recording on March 3rd. You know what I mean? So, um, it's just, yeah, that, that part is hard. Um, once the season starts, we never struggle to talk, to find topics (laughs) because we're always getting new information. Yeah, we're always getting new information and there's just like, dude, like we've been talking about 2022 and everything within the context of 2022 for the last, you know, five months since the season yeah. ended, right? So, you know, we're, we're, we've run out of stuff to talk about <laughs> essentially from that. Um, right. And Without... like, we, and really because like the, the moves that the Mariners have made this offseason have been so few and far between we've talked about everything that have that has gone with that as well so plus we do emergency pods for every every move they make except right. for sauce saucy what's the name Sausalito Sausalito. yeah yeah but that well yeah i mean like waiver claims and all that stuff we're not doing we did waiver claims though when pretty sure we did a when waiver. have we done an emergency when have we done an emergency show we for did an emergency show for every 40 man ad they had in in trade and free agency we didn't for luke weaver well i mean that was different that was like still the the regular season going on and we should have i wanted to but you were like no i refuse so the only like the only weird one that i remember us doing was trevor got and that was just because we were like lol let's see like how many people will watch a trevor got episode and the answer is quite a few of you um, you guys love Which, breaking podcasts. You guys are sickos. <laughs> I get it. You're like, oh, I don't know much about Trevor God. Maybe these guys know something. So I get it. I totally get it. <laughs> and then they watch and it's like, nope, they don't. <laughs> well, but they keep coming back. So we appreciate that. Yeah. Um, oddly enough, like I think like our third most watched video since we started this and uh, our our numbers on audio only, they say pretty like, pretty much the same right like it's roughly the same number of people listen uh you know it's actually it's actually been a lot higher recently oh that's good that's good because we had kind of plateaued there for a while um yeah it was it was again we get very transparent and behind the scenes about this stuff so uh we were usually hanging around like 2000 2200 ish downloads per episode Mm -hmm. on the audio only and now we're like 2800 to 3200 pretty much every episode nice too bad that pretty much since the pretty much since the jerry interview huh it's interesting since you know 
that wasn't reflected in our last paycheck. Anyways, um, <clears throat> so, <laughs> that's because we were doing three shows a week. I guess, it, but it was our only, and that didn't impact and, us in December. But and by the way, yeah, yeah, but January is the only month where we did a full month of three shows a week. We got Cherry Depoto in January. Come on. Yeah, but that was like our only big episode. That, Whatever. That Anyways. Whatever. Um, yeah, so Ty. Sounds like someone is only in it for the money. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm done doing this stuff for free. I did that for like three years. <laughs> so that's over. <clears throat> Plus, you know, to quote the Joker, if you're good at something, you never do it for free. And I'm good at this and I'm affable. Um, had to throw of course, you know, <laughs> you know, it's always good to quote the Joker. That's always someone that you want to quote. It's a good role quote. model, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, hey, yeah. you know what? Let's not pretend Batman's a better role model. Okay. Those are two sides. I would, of the I would same do. Coin. I would do my Batman, my Batman voice right now, but uh, I I'm think that would destroy my throat, and then we wouldn't be able to do the rest of the show. Yeah. So. Uh, anyways, what I was trying to say is that uh, Ty, <clears throat> Ty mostly handles the audio version, and I mostly handle the the video version of yeah. our show. Um, yeah. So I'm much more familiar with the video uh, side of things and, and numbers wise, um, and like our third most watched episode ever was the Kyle Lewis for Cooper Hummel trade. <laughs> Go figure, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you guys love transactions. Well, it's, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, people, you know, people know Kyle Lewis. People, you know, a lot of Mariners fans love Kyle Lewis. It I'm makes sense. pretty sure that we got more views on the Kyle Lewis video than we did the Luis Castillo video. <laughs> that's funny that's yeah that's not a joke either so yeah i'm actually gonna look that up real fast i mean we probably had like half the subscriber count that we did at the time of the okay lewis trade though so. uh they were only three months apart but so here's real fast um okay yeah so our most watched video was the video after the mariners pulled the comeback against the the blue jays Right. Um, second most watched video is the Luis Castillo uh, video. Huh. It has moved to second. It is at ten point seven. Uh, Kyle Lewis is third. It is at ten point three. So, mm. yes, Kyle Lewis is number three. By the way, number four, just just for fun. Uh, the the Robbie Ray game against the Astros, game one. Um, yeah those are the four videos i don't like that episode i don't i don't like that episode i hate that episode to be quite honest with you well not just well one because it brings up a lot of bad memories (laughs) two i don't think i handled that one well (laughs) like as a host i think i got too much i got way too into my feels on that so on that one Uh, i I think that's what people like about us though yeah i guess i don't know i i just i felt like i i felt bad after that episode though like i felt worse about that episode after we did it than the game itself <laughs> wow so ty here's here's kind of a fun thing right i'm just uh-huh. going through the the most our most viewed videos and yeah like most of these i'm like okay like yeah i get why that that did well like the teo is number five that's 95 uh yeah. jerry is at 9.2 um, yep. which is pretty impressive considering that was three weeks ago and the tail thing was three months ago. So, um, <clears throat> and then like, well, the, the Jerry one's gotten like 
fairly consistent views even like 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 even now i think it's getting like i don't know a couple hundred views yeah here and there um so yeah jerry will be in the top five here in in a few weeks i think um i'm pretty sure it'll eventually break 10k and then i'm looking at the rest of these like aj pollock the emergency pod for aj Mm -hmm. pollock got 8.8 that's like number seven i was like okay kind of get it wong colton wong is only at eight right okay which kind of weird I guess because we didn't put emergency in front of it. And so I'm just kind of scrolling down, like what's the weirdest episode that like did really well for us. And we have one where Otani is on the, on the front or on the, on the clip. And and that's like eight. Uh, But I think the weirdest one like the most random one that did really well for us. We had a fan fiction Friday episode from three months ago. They got six K views. What the fuck? What are we talking about? I don't know. What's the, the title? The, the Fan Fiction Friday, Seattle Mariners and New York Yankees making a trade. Uh, it's because of Yankees. It's probably, Yan- it's probably like Yankees fans that were recommended that video. <laughs> probably. But anyways, that's uh, <laughs> that's a long way, winded way of saying uh, no, actually. I, I don't think we'll get bored. Um, Maybe we should just put Yankees in every title. And so, dude, uh, put Otani or Yankee in every thumbnail. Because we, because uh, like the Frankie Montes uh, one that we did last week is like our best video and like just our best like random video, non Jerry interview video, like in a while, I think. Our last three videos are going to be over 3K, which is pretty good for us. So hopefully you guys aren't hearing me cough too much. I'm trying to mute, but sometimes it just comes on way before I can <laughs> mute. So I'm trying to pull the mic away. Yeah, that reminds uh, me. By the way, um, we need uh-huh. to do. We need to like get going on the shorts. Um, yeah. So, are we able to to monetize those now? I think so. Okay, because it wasn't. It, it wouldn't let me monetize the, <laughs> that's the because, Jerry Chills one. That's because you posted it on like January thirtieth. Yeah, and it didn't start until February first. So, gotcha. I don't know. We have to try it. The only way we will know is if we lo- upload one and, and see what happens. Um, Ty, you'll be happy to know that five of our last six, uh, shows have gotten over three K on YouTube. Nice. You might not be happy to know which one didn't. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. Let's not, let's not do this. Let's, I don't want to, I don't want to do this again. You've, you've ragged on me enough about this, about the Gary Hill interview. I'm more Uh, sad for Gary, but I am also happy that. that I thought that was a really good interview too <laughs> i thought you i thought you patted yourself on the back a little too much wow like the first 20 minutes were all like wasn't that awesome we were at that game that nobody else was at like yeah um, i was i was talking to my buddy basically i was like dude yeah that's I, mm. people want to hear that people want to hear that people apparently people not. like that i you got, we got good well but they didn't know that i was if they, didn't click on it, they did not know that i was talking to, we didn't <clears throat> uh, whatever okay what do you what do you guys do for a living that's what that's what nick aka at man underscore flutes that's quite (laughs) Uh, that's that's what nick is asking here what do what do we do for a living um well for me this uh this is it it's like locked on Mm -hmm. seattle overload ctz that's it for me i was covering the seahawks professionally for a while and that was like my main gig 
Um, and then <laughs> I started a, a, a Mariners website on that same network that will remain nameless. Uh, <laughs> and it did not go well. Uh, so uh, that's a story for, uh, for uh, some other time down, way down the road on yeah. uh, how that all Ty came to be. But that story, and yet he always keeps going like, oh, I'll tell you guys later. Um, yeah it's just it's still too fresh <laughs> it's still too fresh um, i think ty's more afraid of litigation than anything but whatever yeah not my yeah. call <clears throat> yeah 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 uh but uh yeah so um uh, i don't know i've been taking a break from uh from writing and just kind of doing this and like all jokes aside the i mean we make decent enough money not this past month <laughs> you know for january uh but that's because it was our only month doing three shows a, uh, a week so i assume the money's gonna look a little bit better uh the next couple of months here but uh Ooh, we'll, see. we'll see well maybe it maybe better. not february because february is a short month anyway so it kind of fucks us in that way too so uh but yeah so yeah uh but yeah so you know lockdowns uh like i would consider my main gig and then uh ctz and in seattle overload are just kind of supplementary um can you outlets, consider so. overload supplementary yet that 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 yeah that got resolved so oh okay we're good. that's good that's good oh good you'll have to tell yeah, me about that um yeah, we're, we're good <laughs> okay yeah i was gonna say because like litigation should be coming soon if not but we are we are, we are good as of three or four days ago you yeah. guys have been made whole on that huh partly Partly. <laughs> I was gonna say, did, you, did you get a lump sum or is it like a Part, partly or is it just partly. like a wink and a nod and a promise type of thing uh, no no, <laughs> no like there's 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 something tangible there i'll what? say that okay you could film me yeah, yeah 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 um, <laughs> yeah so that that's good for you guys good for griff and and maddie especially because you know they're the actual stars of that show um yeah but i'm the i'm the engine right i upload you know i edit i upload right you know, and and technically, I get paid the most because I am the producer as well. I on top of being the the host. I'm, wait, I'm sorry. Or you get paid more than Maddie and Griff. Like, what? How do you keep I'm, landing ass backwards into these jobs? It's fucking it's because, ridiculous. It's, it's Maddie and Griff are out here spilling their guts, and Ty's just like, "Yep." Because they because they told us they could hire a producer for the show, or I could just act as the producer. And they're just paying me what they would pay the producer that they would have hired. So I get, not only do I get my split of the host revenue, I also get producer revenue. Ty just keeps falling ass backwards into these jobs. It's incredible. <laughs> no talent, just right place, right time. Boom. Or maybe you just don't recognize Careful. the talent. Maybe you're Careful, just, maybe Ty. you're just a bad talent evaluator. That is, we, that's been proven to not be true. Yeah. It is. I knew working with you was trouble, but you just kept on like, <laughs> when are we doing the next Soto Mojo podcast? And I was like, Jesus Christ, take the hint. Um, <laughs> and he just never did. Just oblivious tie. Well, you you just kept on doing it because I guess uh, you're too scared to say no. So that's I am you, a people pal. pleaser. People know that. Yeah. Well, in the end, you know, I did get you fired from one job, but I also <laughs> got you locked on. So you know if i remember correctly mm. i was contacted about hosting locked on and then i mentioned to the person that you know approached me about it hey i've been doing this podcast with this other guy i would love to bring him on i didn't need to do that yes I, I also didn't need to put you in contact with corbin to get you the seahawks gig which was <laughs> your most profitable gig you've ever had 
So bite me, I'm, asshole. Yeah. How about that? I don't miss the I don't miss the work from that, but I do miss the money. Yeah. <laughs> I do, yeah. I do really I, miss I, bet. I, I bet. really miss the money from that. Yes. It's a shame the Mariners one couldn't work out because I really have no doubt that would have been successful if if you know certain people would Dude, have with gotten the, behind with the this. Way, with the way that Locked On is going, if I still had the Seahawks gig, <laughs> dude, dude. Oh, fuck. God, that, that puts me in so much pain. <laughs> Just saying, man. It's, it really anyway. is too bad that the Mariners website thing didn't work out because I really feel like we would have crushed it. Yeah. yeah like yeah. we were already, anyway. like we were already making inroads into that community. Um, you know, before yeah. the, the first thing and then they just never resolved it anyways. Yeah. Um, what do you do for a living Colby? Well, lots of things really i'm an investor uh i own like six shares of um oh yeah AMC. we still we still, we we still, still own the game GameStop. yeah <laughs> we should probably sell that because there's no way we're ever what is that even worth it what is that even i think it's worth, worth like 80 point? bucks now and we paid like 102 for it so well didn't didn't we get three out of it now like didn't they, they, uh, they split whatever. it yeah they split yeah, it yeah they or, split it yeah and i'll look it up it's probably depressingly low now but whatever it was during the it was during the pandemic we were just like yeah let's let's throw we went halvesies on a on a one share of game stock game stop stock um no yeah. yeah, it's about uh 82 dollars right now oh we're rich <laughs> well we paid 102 so yeah. <laughs> stonks uh yeah but uh no so i do locked on obviously i do ctz um, my newest YouTube channel is really taking off. We're already monetized there. So that's good. Um, it's called the deep dive. If you guys want to check it out. Psych. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no. And then I work four nights a week, usually sometimes five, uh, at a grocery store. Um, you know, cleaning, uh, stocking shelves, uh, what the, not Instacart, but like whatever right you, you buy you get stuff off the shelves and people come pick it up later um right yeah so i do that which is nice because i get to watch the games on my phone and people leave me alone because they know i don't <laughs> care so yeah until january's paycheck came you know i thought hey well, we're getting really close to the point where i can quit this job and just do uh you know locked on and ctz uh, full time for a couple months and see if we can re- really get it to grow even more. And uh-huh. I could act, make that my full full-time job. Uh, <laughs> January kind of scared me from that, but we'll see, uh, what's happening there. And then, uh, yeah, you know, uh, I, I would like to do more content on my, my personal YouTube channel, but obviously it's pretty tough to do like baseball content on YouTube and get monetized uh, make money from it just because yeah. MLB will take any, ch- like, like the, the way you do it, you, your clips have to be like less than eight seconds and, and you have to speed them up by like six or 7%. And, and you have to like crop the borders a certain way to, and blah, blah, blah. Like it's, it's pretty labor intensive. Um, so We'll see, but yeah, right for now, I'm still holding on to my, my, uh, night job. Um, the only real downside there is, is that I end up watching most of the second half of the Mariner games, uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday on my phone. So Hmm. yeah, but, uh, that's what I do. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, you also do like some thrifting and stuff, right? That stuff like that, right? 
Yeah, you know, I, um, my mom has a uh, a thrifting business where she goes to garage sales and and uh, you know Goodwill and and all that stuff and finds old stuff and then sells it on eBay. Um, you guys should check that out. Filthy we cool... reseller. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys should check that out, by the way, because we do have some pretty cool mirror stuff that I find sometimes. So yeah, some cool old hats, um, stuff like that. So check that out. Uh, I'm not going to tell you to find it, but you can find it. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I just kind of help her out with that. So that, that's kind of more of a, like a hobby than, than a job, but for me at least, sure. but, uh, yeah. So cool. do quite a bit. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, um, I mean, I do like, you know, a couple of other things here, like for, you know, just some money, like I, um, like vintage game stuff but that's boring i won't bore you with all that stuff but uh but yeah and that's really small um that isn't really a whole lot but yeah so if you guys want to help us work these jobs as (laughs) full-time jobs head to (laughs) patreon.com slash control Uh, yeah and then uh you know obviously uh just in terms of like time restrictions and all that stuff like obviously like i got other stuff that uh i do around here as well and uh you know and colby obviously <laughs> too has has stuff that he has to get done but i'm still uh, trying to know. convince ty to do another podcast but he just 12 shows is too much for him apparently <sighs> fuck fuck yeah just saying yeah. you guys can't tell me you wouldn't listen to tying to colby and ty's marvelous podcast or something dude my buddy my buddy ryan has been trying to get me to do a game podcast with him for like a year now and he's like dude we could do it on saturday i'm like saturday is literally like the only day i have free (laughs) like where i don't have to do anything hey screw ryan you do it with colby (laughs) your real best friend yeah yeah because you you love video games i said the marvelous podcast okay uh whatever we could have had yeah. like a full three hour debate on Ant Man. <laughs> we basically you know, had a thirty minute debate on Ant Man before the show, so it wasn't even really a debate. It was more it was just like like a review. Jesus, more than Jesus anything. Christ, that that movie is ass. Um, I wouldn't say it's ass. I wouldn't say it's good. Uh, <laughs> it's just kind of. Eh. It's kind of like the other two Ant Man. You're just by, like by the eh. by the way, if you guys saw our uh, our tier list rankings of the Marvel movies, uh, what was it last week or a week before? Couple weeks ago, week before weeks last, ago. yeah uh we did that on a live show uh, i had a tier called ass juice that only uh like three uh, marvel movies fit in um there's spoiler alert there's gonna be a fourth <laughs> that's that's way too harsh but whatever <clears throat> it's whatever. just like the other ant-man movie it's just kind of there <laughs> yeah uh, i don't know all right uh um, i thought it was better than ty did i'll say that Okay. Uh, what are your favorite prop bets? Award slash over under win totals slash World Series odds based off current lines of the market. We're not betting people. Like really, whenever we talk about betting stuff on Lockdown, it's just because we are sponsored on Lockdown by FanDuel, um, and because they 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 want us to talk about they want us to you know inject some betting stuff into the show because of that, uh, right. or at least we're encouraged to do that right. so and i don't the way, i don't know it i don't know shit about betting and i've bet in the past before and it's not gone well so you don't want to listen to me on that shit, so i'm just saying by the way for those people who love to every single episode like oh how good nice of you guys to read an ad that we can't use on we don't pick the ads guys yeah, we don't pick on. the ads 
We don't, pick we don't write the copies that we read. None of that is us. Okay. So that it, we read. You've never read. <laughs> well, what, whatever. It yeah, I, yeah. I just thought we were a we tie, but maybe yeah. I'm wrong. Um <clears throat> so I can give you a couple that I like. I just if we were if we were a band, we would be called Ty and the Boy. If we were a band, I would be Paul and you would be Ringo. <laughs> This could be George. No, you can have Ringo and like it. <laughs> God damn it! Hey man, I mean, like, would you rather not be in the Beatles? If I have to be Ringo, <laughs> okay, okay. Um, so yeah, just uh, just looking at the list right now. Uh. Obviously, I like George Kirby at plus seven thousand to win the Cy Young. Yeah, we um, talked a lot about that. Yeah, yeah yesterday. Um, you know, win totals are kind of uh, hit or miss. Um, I feel like I would take the under on Cleveland, the Guardians. They're at eighty six and a half right now. Um, but I don't feel great about that. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> The they're such a weird team, man. They're, they they're a really weird team because, like, they, uh, I mean, they have one of the best managers in the game, and they obviously had a lot of success with all their young guys last year, but still not a great roster when I look at it. I'm just like, eh. yeah. Um, Pittsburgh, I take the over on 67 and a half uh, wins. Yeah. I think they're probably like a 72 win team. Um, Seattle is going off at 86 and a half. I'd probably take the over. Yeah. Um uh Tampa Bay's at eighty nine point five. I'd probably take the over. Uh you know, uh MVP uh races. Um <clears throat> I kinda looking at like what the odds are around right now. I'm I'm always looking for value, right? Like I, I don't want to spend five bucks to make one. I'd rather spend 10 bucks to make 800, you know? So that's, that's kind of the gambler I would be if I could. Um, but like in the national league, uh, for example, like, uh, I can get for MVP, I can get, uh, Freddie Freeman at plus 1300, uh, Manny Machado, Nolan Arenado are plus a thousand each. Um, by the way, also at plus a thousand Julio, in the American League. Who? Uh how about Jose Ramirez for MVP at plus fifteen hundred? Wow. That's that seems like really good value to me. Um so yeah, I, I feel like there there's a few. Um the one that really just jumps out at me though is is obviously Kirby at plus seven. Really any of the Mariner starters. because uh, I think Castillo's going off at like six plus sixteen hundred. So you guys don't know, that means if you bet a hundred, you win sixteen hundred. Um, so yeah, I feel like that is, is kind of a, a good one. Kirby's at plus seven. I think Robbie Ray's actually at like plus 12, plus 1200, which is weird that he's got the highest number, but yeah, I I would bet on, on stuff like that. Um, I do think the Mariners, since we are a Mariners podcast, the Mariners right now to win the world series are at plus 1800. I don't think that's bad. I'm hammering that. Yeah, like I think that's probably the best value bet 
on the board, like yeah. because I think they actually could win the World Series. Um, St. Louis a plus two thousand is pretty interesting there. Yeah, um, the Rays at plus twenty two hundred. I think are, are pretty interesting. Um, and then I think, that, I think that's probably about it. Uh, like I said, I would really yeah. have to do a deeper dive on these. Uh, but like, and obviously, you know, the prop bets really aren't out quite yet on, on fan. Like there's some on FanDuel, but like I would, I would like to bet on things like who's going to have the number one pick in 2024 and, and, you know, stuff like that, but that's a lottery now and, and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. All right. Best regular season record. Do you want to guess who the, who the favorite is to have the best regular season record tie? Mets. Nope. Dodgers. Astros. Dodgers. Believe it or not. After the off season they had compared to the Mets. The Dodgers are at plus four eighty, right? For comparison's sake, the Mariners were at plus 4,200, which is the same as the Twins. <laughs> and just one spot ahead of the Angels. <laughs> so, there you go. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I, I think I have one more. Let me just see what their odds are and tell you if I would right. be interested in that. Um, Let's see. Yeah, I'd probably do that. To make the playoffs... Uh, Miami is plus 4,200. Again, it's, you know, I'm, I'm throwing down 10 bucks to make 42. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah. I would never advise you guys to throw down a hundred plus bucks on, on something uh, that I think might happen. But like me personally, would I throw down 50 bucks on, on Kirby at 7,000 to one? Yeah. 50 bucks to make 3,500. And I think there's a real shot. Kirby can win the Cy Young. Yeah, I, I would do. I would make that type of bet. All right. So got another question here from Casey, who's from Iowa. Well, shout out to Iowa. Coralville. Coralville, yeah. Uh, What do you think the chances are that Isaiah Campbell breaks camp with the big club as uh, the last man in the pen? Not great. Even though that, you know, I've said this multiple times, I think Isaiah Campbell's going to be a pretty big part of this bullpen by season's end. Um, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I don't see a path for him to break camp with the team unless guys get hurt. I think if there's someone that might, because like the bullpen is pretty much chalk at this point. Yeah. I think they're going to still uh, like, I mean, there, there's probably like one spot, maybe two spots up for grabs, depending on, and I mean, that's really dependent on if, you know, Flexen and Marco gets traded as well. Um, because if, if not, then Flexen is going he's to be, he's, he's going to fill one of those spots. Right. Um, and then the other one is probably going to go to Topa or, you know, Gabe Spire or one of these guys that's, you know, that, uh, right. that well, they've I mean, added this offseason. Uh, but Campbell Campbell's on the 40 man, right? Yep. yep. Um, you know, they, uh, you know, so that's, and that's so easy Spire. for them to do. And so aspire, you know, so but, uh, yeah, but I think it's, it's going to be one of those guys that they added this off season that they, uh, that have actually pitched at the major league level that they're going to mm-hmm. try and see first before they go to Campbell. The one guy that I think could sneak his way in here though, per Lander Barroa, because they're just talking about him so much right now, but also I, I need to see it. So yeah. 
I don't trust Perlander Baroa to throw strikes. Um, yeah. So as good as the stuff is, I until I see it in AAA with, you know, no risk to my chances to make the playoffs, uh, I would have a hard time trusting him. But, you know, if we assume no injuries, which is always, you know, a pretty big assumption, but less so when we're talking about bullpen arms, um, we assume relative health here in the bullpen. We know that Brash, Munoz, Seawald, are definitely going to make it. Castillo, unless he gets traded, is definitely going to make it. And then you're talking about Festa, Murphy, Flexen, right? There's seven. Yeah. We know they're going to carry eight. Yeah. So that leaves, am I missing somebody? Oh, God. God is eight. God. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So it's possible that that got, you know, doesn't impress and, and they just, it was only a million bucks. So they could DFA him pretty easy um, yeah or maybe maybe festa gets traded or murphy gets traded or you know right. whatever festa things like that Festa's out of options but murphy has a couple options left so if somebody just out pitches pen murphy i mean right. you can make that swap um but yeah and we we know that uh marco is going to be the number five starter jerry all but confirmed it to us um, did you see that he's added a slider colby yeah yeah everybody's adding pitches um why is that a thing this year? By the way, the splitter is not just a Mariners thing. I've seen multiple pitchers now across the league that are like, oh, yeah, I've added a splitter this offseason. It's mostly driveline guys, like guys that went to driveline this offseason. So I think that's just like a driveline thing. Like driveline really wants their guys to learn a splitter. Maybe, but, uh, you know, it's, it's worth noting that uh, Logan Gilbert didn't learn the splitter at driveline. Oh, did he not? He Where did he learn a- it from? Uh, it's like a driveline. I don't want to say knockoff, but it's like a driveline like facility in Florida, I believe. Oh, um, but yeah, I think the splitter is, is just kind of a, I think it's like the splitter is just different, right. Than most other pitches because you throw it out of the same slot arm slot as the fastball. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's really, there's no like torque to the wrist or anything. You don't have to turn the ball over, right? You're just kind of cutting the baseball in half and you're just kind of letting it come out of your hand naturally as you would. You're just trying not to put any mm-hmm. side spin on it with your finger pressure. And so it looks like a fast or, you know, it comes out of the same uh, angle as the fastball. It's same arm speed as the fastball. And then it just kind of falls off the table because it's not spinning, you know, as, as much. So it tumbles towards home. So it's, it's not an easy pitch to learn, um, but it's not one that, you know, if you like, if you're 28 years old and you've never thrown a curveball in your life, good luck. You know what I mean? Like right. good luck trying to figure that out. But if you've never thrown a splitter, we could, we could see if you can do it. Right. And it's, it's a pitch that you can work on quite a bit without putting, uh, you know, extra torque on the, on the wrist, the elbow, the shoulder, but it's not a, it's not a, uh, a pitch that's without health concerns, right? I, I think it's I think it's a pretty tough pitch on the elbow, if I'm remembering correctly. So we'll see, but yeah, it, it's not new, right? That the league kind of falls in love with a pitch because it was like what ten years ago that the slider, like yeah. everybody and their mother had a slider. So yeah, it just kind of rolls around. I'm waiting for the return of the knuckleball, personally. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, we need yeah. a. Yeah, I, I remember uh, <laughs> when when Robbie was teasing his new pitch the other day. 
Yeah. W- before before Jerry spoiled it like an hour later for everyone. Right, right. I still find that really funny how Robbie was like, yeah, I'm not going to tell you guys. And then Jerry goes on the radio like it's a an sweater. hour later. He's like, yeah, it's a sweater. So, uh, but yeah, people were like, I hope Robbie's learning the knuckleball. That would have been awesome. Yeah. I still Lefty like, knuckleball. Because you know, like every yeah. pitcher in Major League Baseball, they joke around with a knuckleball when they're warming up. Like, yeah, they should just throw it like once per game. Like just Marco should happens. throw his knuckleball once in a game just to be like, what the hell was that? <laughs> and just once, like ne- never even just, again. Just, just go like, full Granky, like pull out a Nephus out, yeah, out, yeah, out of nowhere. Um, yeah, but uh, in, in the event that there is an injury or one of those guys gets traded, uh, to get back to the question, uh, it sure sounded to us, I, I think Ty, you would agree that DePoto's next guy up would probably be Topa. Yeah, Topa's the Topa's the guy. Topa, like even Gary Hill during our interview was yeah. like, "I really want to watch Justin Topa because like Jerry keeps on talking about him." Right. Like so, Jerry clearly enamored with Topa. Um, well, and the fact that you know, remember when he told us they tried to trade for him during uh, when the uh, when they no, traded Omar Narvaez, Narvaez when they tra- yeah. yeah when they tra- when they traded Narvaez they tried to get him for Narvaez. So yeah. So again, Jerry circles back. <laughs> So yeah. yeah, Jerry Jesus. loves to circle. Jerry never loses a guy to like another team. He just doesn't acquire him yet. That that's how it works in, in Jerry's yeah. head. So um Brian yeah, Topa's Reynolds probably next guy so up. <laughs> yeah, Topa's probably next guy up, and and then I think Campbell might be right behind Topa, but Spire's also gonna be up there. Um he's also on the 40 man and and you know he's Josh I like, Hader I like Spire. I like yeah, I like Spire. Uh he's yeah. interesting. I'm I'm gonna be uh, watching him a little bit this uh this spring. Yeah. If um, I if I have a chance to, oh right, because sure. yeah, Root we'll Sports see. is only carrying nine of the what, thirty right. games at the And you're playing. only and you're only going to one of them. Um and yeah. Funnily enough, I'm going on the one week where they're showing like every game of the week <laughs> on TV. So like, yeah, sure, thanks yeah. guys. Uh, yeah. Speaking of which, by the way, Ty, you uh, you created something that people can use, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, last year I did this, and I'm doing it again. I uh, put together a little schedule on uh, Google Spreadsheets uh, that uh, shows you which Mariners games are on route, which games are on MLB TV, and which games are on national TV. There's only one national game, and that game is also on, uh, I think, route or maybe yeah. just MLB TV with the White Sox broadcast. Uh, but yeah, so. Uh, but yeah, you can uh, you can find that on my Twitter. Actually, we'll probably I'll link it. I'll link it in the um, in the sure. description. Don't forget, but, man. Uh, you got to send me all this audio so I can put it up on Spotify and YouTube. So after yeah, you edit yeah, yeah. it, you're yeah. not done. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, which, by the way, maybe you guys haven't heard um, when you're listening to this. We thought the first Mariner game that was going to be televised was going to be on Saturday, and of course, Ty and yeah. I are thrilled to do the watch along with that. I just told him about it, um, but. <laughs> Uh, apparently uh friday's game against the padres is now being broadcast by bally sports san diego uh which means it will be available on mlb tv so friday you can watch the opener um you can see (laughs) you can see like Cade marlowe get one at bat before they put jose caballero in there so trent tinglestad (laughs) yeah jack larson so yeah uh yeah Anyways, so Friday's game is is actually available if you have the means, i.e., you know, MLB TV, MLB TV. Or yeah, some other 
work around wink wink i i don't i don't know do they do that for spring other workarounds do they i do would hope not games? but i feel like they do because they're greedy like mlb is so greedy that they would black out that game no 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 but what i mean is like are there like is there a way to watch it yeah. on not mlb tv well with the workaround yeah yeah okay all right yeah yeah I don't know what um, they are, of course, but yeah. of course they're we, we, wink. Yeah, <laughs> wink. Yeah, wink. Every time I do the uh, wink thing, I think of Rafi from the league. Oh yeah, winking. Yeah. You're not winking. You're just closing your eyes. Yeah, no, you're, you're just saying wink. wink. Yeah, <laughs> no, you actually have to. It's one eye, Rafi. You just gotta, and he's doing both eyes. Yeah, no, it's a wink. Eyes closed. Wink. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Uh yeah, so Campbell is is probably on the short list to come up first out of those guys. Um but I think he's probably second man out. I think Topa's probably ahead of him and then I think Spire and him are kind of battling. Um and you know, side note here, final final note on this. How about Brennan Bernardino surviving the entire offseason on the 40 man? Good Dude, for you. Brennan. How how the fuck did good that happen? Good for <laughs> you. Yeah, good for Brennan Bernardino. Yeah. Shout out. I mean, holy cow. Oh, and I forgot uh, Saucy is also on the 40, man. So he's got to be Saucy. factored in as well. Taylor Saucedo. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, next question that we got here. How many more do you want to do, by the way? I don't know. Let's just vibe it. All right. Hey, guys. Big fan of the show. Do you guys believe Liar. Pete Carroll already has his successor in place? Do you guys no. believe John Schneider will stay with the org after Pete retires? Yes. Uh, to answer the first part of the question, no. Nope. Uh, yeah, I don't think Clint Hurt or uh, Shane sure Walden or, or, or those guys um, or like anyone else. They're not him. The, <laughs> yeah, like I don't think like Nate Carroll. <laughs> <laughs> so, as as much as much as Pete Carroll loves nepotism, uh, I don't think that he loves it that much. No, uh, John Schneider's so, not going to stick around if he doesn't get to pick Pete's successor. Yeah. So, yeah, um, um, no, yeah, uh, Schneider sticking around. I don't know. Yes. I I really don't know. I think yeah, Schneider's here the, for the long haul. But what if the Packers job opens up? He's had two opportunities to take the Packers. Yeah, job, but, and he's but, turned it but down Pete's, both times. But, but Pete's, but if Pete's gone, maybe it's different. Why? Because John finally gets to call the shots by himself. I'm just saying that maybe John he feels like that's the end of an era. Maybe no, I should go get no. a fresh start. John has laid down roots here. His family is here. His organization is here. It's like, and by the way, not for nothing, the Seattle job is better than the Green Bay job. It is. It's just a better job. So, no. Why would he take a downgrade? That'd be like Goldsmith going to St. Louis. Nope, not happening. <laughs> John's going to be here until he retires, and he will pick the next head coach. Um, and by the way, the next head coach will 100% be a Harbaugh. <laughs> <laughs> like, we just got to oh, do man. a full 180. We're going from Pete to Harbaugh. There you go. That'd be hilarious if they were like Jim yeah, Harbaugh is the, is the successor of Carol. Honestly, I'm down, though. I like Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, Honestly, yeah. like, I, I honestly, I, I don't know. I think Pete's probably got what two, three years left. Whatever's left on this contract, and then I think he's done. I think it's three years now or four. Um, 
I know it's a long ways off, but like I'd be totally cool if Dan Quinn was the next head coach. Yeah. No, I'm fine with that. Just just don't go get like Mike McCarthy or somebody like that. Ugh. Yeah, no. Dan, Jesus. Like yeah. if you're gonna go get an old school, like been around the block head coach before. Like, why is Jim, Jim Caldwell, Caldwell? Yeah, why is that dude not getting jobs? He won a yeah. Super Bowl, right? Or he went to one with the Colts. He and yeah, then with he, the Colts, yeah. He got the Lions to nine and seven twice, and they fired him. Yeah. Like, what? What are we doing? Somebody hired Jim Caldwell already. Yeah. Yeah. What did he? He he did take a job recently, but what did he ended up? Was Ooh, it Pan, or, was it Carolina? That reminds me, or Brian Flores. Yeah, I don't know. I've heard some uh, like I've I've been watching these podcasts with players, and they some of them don't speak very highly about Brian Flores. Interesting. Uh, he yeah, Jim uh, Jim Caldwell just got a job as a senior assistant for the Panthers. Okay. Well, yeah, he said um, apparently he also said he's done with NFL head coaching jobs, so he's done being used as like the Rooney Rule candidate. Right. Right. Which I get. Plus, he's sixty-eight years old. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Jim Caldwell got screwed. By the way. Hmm. Um. All right. Last year, uh, Jared Kelnick had a pretty good barrel uh, barrel rate per uh, batted ball events, thirteen point six percent, which is higher than Julio um, barrel per uh, plate appearance percentage, which is seven point seven percent higher than Paul Goldschmidt. Uh, does this mean anything promising? Note, both of these are minimum uh, 100 batted ball events. Not a thing. <coughs> yeah, I don't... Like, the issue for him is not, you know, finding barrels. It's just nope. not finding barrels with consistency. It's like everything else that's, like, not a barrel for him is just really fucking bad. So We talked about this yesterday. Everything that's not a barrel yeah. for him is usually either a strikeout or an infield fly ball. Yeah. And that's the ball game because the batting average on both of those things is as close. Well, on strikeouts, it is zero, obviously. And on infield fly balls, it's like 10. Not 100, 10. So yeah. one out of 100 balls will drop for a hit when you hit it in the air in the infield. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, those those two results right there indicates everything good he's doing with the barrel percentage. Yeah. Like, Jared Kel- if Jared Kelnick's we talked about again, we talked about this yesterday. Kelnick's pop up rate was twice as high as league average. If he yeah. flips that down to league average and like even if all of those pop ups just become ground balls, like not even line drive, just ground balls, his batting average will, will go up like somewhat significantly. Because <laughs> ground balls are significantly higher batting because average. of the shift restrictions, of course, Colby. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, we talked about that yesterday on Locked On. Somebody on on Twitter was really mad. I was like, no, the shift restrictions aren't going to save Jared Kelnick. He goes, yes, they are, because I watched Jared Kelnick hit, and I know how many times he hit the ball. And and I was like, okay, based on what? He goes, my eyes. He's thinking about the five five times that he hit like a rope right to the first baseman. That's it. That's what's sticking in that guy's mind. By the way, like the first baseman's not going to be standing there. Even like yeah. the first baseman stood in the same spot in the shift that he had for the last hundred years. So what are you talking about? Um, yeah, the shift will not save Jared Kelnick. We talked about this yesterday. Um, it will help. 
But even if the shift helps in ways that we can even possibly comprehend, Jared Kelnick's batting average goes up 40 points. He's still a buck 80 hitter. <laughs> like, what are we doing, guys? By the way, I just I, I was looking at our comments again on YouTube and the, the, the comment that I was talking about earlier on in the show where he was like, I can't believe that you're actually not a Mariners fan and just sent it for the money. He called me Ty T-Y-E. <laughs> Spell my name T-Y-E, which is funny because <laughs> my buddy Ryan's mom does that too. And like he's had to correct her so many times. He's like, no, it's just T-Y. And she's like, oh, okay. So anyway, so you're hanging out with T-Y-E <laughs> today? <laughs> like we're like she'll like she'll like give us like she'll give caroline and i caroline's my wife for those that don't know she'll give caroline and i uh, like a christmas card or whatever and it'll just say hi caroline and tye <laughs> it's like dude come on like whatever uh i don't i don't get why people people I just, spell it like that How, yeah. why um yeah you know somebody who was constantly called kobe or kobe yeah cody or yeah. a handful of times Colton, which like not even close. Come on. <laughs> you saw oh, Sienna. did you see the did you see the email we got a few days ago on the no. locked on uh, account that where the guy was like he called you Colin over and over again? <laughs> no, I didn't see that. Yeah, he was like <laughs> he was like, You guys like sound like you genuinely hate each other. <laughs> He's like, Ty and Colin are just like they have <laughs> I don't know. He was just ripping into us. Yeah, it I was like, about the whole like. It was about the whole like. I don't care bit. Uh, yeah. He no, he did not like that. At it's all. funny <laughs> the number of people, and I say it happens like once every couple shows, so it's pretty regularly. Somebody will always comment, and be like, "Um, you guys think that stuff's funny, but it's not. Nobody likes it." And it's like <laughs> that's interesting because we literally have all these people over here saying the exact opposite. Yeah, there's like literally people that are like, oh, yeah, I love the I don't care thing. They were like, yeah, you know, the, there were some people that were like, oh, yeah, that was awesome, Ty. Or like some that are like, no, Ty, nah, you can't do it as good yeah. as Colby or whatever. You know, like, yeah, like, like people love that. It's it's a yeah. bit right. And, yeah. and like some people are just they're so mad that we're like having fun while talking about baseball. <laughs> well, like, I don't think that people get that you and I essentially act like brothers with one another. Like we less, pick at yeah. each other we pick at each other yeah. all the time like you know and like you more so like you'll try to pick at me and i'm just like shut up <laughs> you know and i'm like I sometimes just doesn't on. have time for my bullshit but yeah just sometimes i'm just like okay just fuck off so you know let, let's get on until the next time and all that but does like, is encourage me to keep poking exactly exactly right but and you know it, but that's what makes us work that's what makes yeah. the dynamic work if we got rid of that our show would not be as entertaining. No. It would be we would not... sterile as all hell. Like, yeah, yeah. That's what honestly like loosens us up is to like do shit like that, right? It kind of takes away the whole like, oh yeah, we're on camera and we're having to do a show type of thing. And then it like when we do that, when one of us like cracks a joke or like you know makes fun of the other or whatever, like that just kind of gets rid of that, and it's just us talking. It's just us like shooting the shit, and so yeah uh never gonna change so if you guys don't like that part you should probably stop listening <laughs> or but also go. but also no we don't actually hate each other <laughs> like, we we've well only we've when we talk podcast- toby uh, yeah yeah i hate Tiny. you when you say that yeah, yeah you, you piece of shit uh <laughs> and there goes the youtube monetization yeah yeah 
<laughs> yeah. So uh, we we also make that joke a lot, um, even though that we've literally played like licensed music on our streams multiple sure. times. Yeah. Uh, we should do that again, by the way. That seems like it gets really no. unhinged on the show when we when we play music. I'm not turning CTZ Fridays into a music podcast. Out New music out. Fridays. Yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I do. Dude, that's the thing, man. Once that's the thing that I hate about. That's the thing that I hate about, like, the fact that I am doing, like, you know, at max 11 shows a week between Overload, CTZ, and, and Locked On. It's like, I would love to do a, a music podcast fucking would love that i just i have no energy to do that i like i don't want it like i am by the time that we do like by the time that we get to today usually like wednesday and you, wednesdays are usually my busiest day because it's not only are we doing locked on we're also doing ctz and i do overload mm-hmm. on uh, wednesday nights we had to move our overload to saturday though uh maddie and i our little news roundup that we do this week but um but yeah, usually by that point, I'm like, I'm over it. I don't want to, I want to, I don't want to talk into a microphone. I don't want to be on camera right now. I don't want to do it. I'm just fucking over it. <laughs> like, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I, dude, I would love to do a music podcast, but I just, I can't. Well, again, Ty, we can do the marvelous Colby and Ty's marvelous podcast. And I give you 10 minutes to talk about music. Yeah. I thought I thought the point of it being a marvelous podcast is that we only talk Marvel. We talk about well, the point of CTZ was only to talk about Seattle sports, and we we talk about Marvel and and stuff all the time on it. So true, true. Yeah. I mean, CTZ is just us, right? Even though that the the account, the actual CTZ account, is just you, but like it's really it's Colby us. and Ty Zone. The Colby and Ty Zone, yeah, yeah yeah that's the thing too like i i I didn't realize until like way after we we did ctz that i was like oh yeah both of our initials are in here (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, that that, that works i totally knew that from the beginning totally totally mine was like like an important word and yours and your initial is just the right yeah (laughs) yeah but i'm I'm, but i'm the the, but i'm the crutch you can't have the english language without the word the although it is overused but yes sure uh <laughs> all right we got two more questions here do you okay. just want to do the rest of these sure might as well did right. we even answer the last question <laughs> the the barrel one i mean d- does it mean anything promising <sighs> like it shows that like when he actually gets the barrel on the ball or like they can get the barrel on the ball and then typically when he does get the barrel on the ball it leads to success naturally um but it's just everything else is so bad that it really ultimately makes it irrelevant at the end of the day so he's got to find more success with things that are just not barrels right because like yeah you you can't like hit he's got to be able to yeah like he, he's he, in our barrels you know I, I hate to be cliche about it right but like we need better pieces of hitting out of jared moving forward and again it's it's not you know i think people hear pieces of hitting like that's a good piece or whatever and they automatically assume like oh you just flip the ball into the opposite field for a base hit like that's a common like when somebody does it you're like oh that's a good piece of hitting took the fastball in the outside corner hit it to to left field right for kelnick yeah that's what he does need to do right that's not an issue with kelnick kelnick goes up the middle and the other way all the time 
Yeah. He is not a dead pole hitter. Not not when yeah. the ball's on the line or in the air, right? So it's not about that. It's it's about getting that cookie fastball and not popping it up to the catcher. Yeah. You know, it's instead or it's getting that middle and fastball and finding a way to at the very least, you know, fight it off into the outfield for a base hit instead of just, you know, you're sitting breaking ball and it's ninety seven on the inside corner, but you've managed to you're strong enough to break your bat and kind of flip it into left field for a hit. We yeah. need to see stuff like that. That's good piece of hitting. Um, yeah, but I remember last year, you know, aside from the strikeouts, Kelnick just getting cookie after cookie and just popping them up or missing them entirely. Yeah. So he's got to, he's, he can't do that. He has to, well, it's just the bat, the bat speed when he has to elevate. Oh, he can't again, touch. Up I'm, not, I'm not a, I'm not a swing doctor, so I'm probably not going to use the, the correct terms here, but when he essentially gets the bat over his shoulders, when he has to lift the bat over his shoulders, essentially like eye level or anything like that, the bat speed is gone. <laughs> like it's just, it's like, it's, right. it's toast. Like he can't catch up to anything that's right. in the you know top of the zone. So right. anything elbows or higher, he's going to struggle to hit. And, um, he did all last year. So it's pretty much, you know, you can't, you can't hit a fastball unless it's, you know, belt or lower and you can't hit a breaking ball no matter where it's thrown. Look at the numbers last year. He had three hits on breaking balls last year, one for extra bases. I think he slugged Oh 74 on the breaking ball and he hit like Oh 58 or something like that. So, um, yeah, if you can't handle those two pitches, a fastball up and a breaking ball, you're screwed. So you have to be able to cover more of the plate. So, yeah, when we watch Kelnick hit and he's having a good day, it's it's eye-popping because he can't hit the ball as hard as anybody. He can hit the ball, you know, as far as anybody. Um, and when he's on, you know, he looks like an all-star, just like visually. It's just not happening enough. He has to be more consistent with that, which means he has to cover more of the plate. And we'll see. You know, I I'll, we'll get to see his new swing. He's probably going to get quite a few at-bats here in spring training. Um, not that I'll be able to tell you guys what he's doing differently, unless it's like so obvious that anybody could see. Um, but, you know, it'll it'll be still be valuable because people that Ty and I talk to who we trust on this sort of thing, like they'll see it. And they'll right. be able to to let us know, like, yeah, he's doing this, and th- this is why it has a chance to work. This is why it doesn't. Right. So, yeah, it's right. it's not nothing, but I wouldn't say it's encouraging if he, you know, if the if the rest of the batted ball data, like the non barrels, yeah, are are yeah. still bad. Yeah, like it's it's that part is great, obviously, but it's just it's not enough to make him a good right. player, like, clearly. Yeah, let me just wrap wrap up that one like this because I think we actually have four questions left, but a couple of them are similarish. Wait, do we? Yeah, we have uh, Arb and Teo, and then we have Teo yeah. and Long's offensive numbers at T-Mobile. Evan White. Oh, right, right. There's the yeah the multiple right. questions within one. Yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Okay. Um, right. But anyways, right. Ty France doesn't collect barrels. Right. He's not a high barrel hitter. Jared Kelnick is, percentage-wise. Mm. Who would you rather be? Who would you rather have at the plate? Ty France or, or yeah. Jared Kelnick? Right. right. What is it's the not... what is the main difference between those two players? One of them produces at an all-star right. level. The other one is, is one of the worst on the hitters fringe. in baseball. Yeah, he is literally on the fringe of MLB irrelevancy. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So yeah, it's not always just about barrels. 
sometimes you have to do other things well. And, and yeah. you know, Kelnick can get there. I, I still believe in Jared Kelnick, but just in a vacuum, the barrel percentage thing means very little to me. It's right. better than having none, but right. it, it doesn't mean much. Right. All right. Um, next question. As someone who is very pessimistic about us getting Otani next year and believes the Mariners will not engage in a bidding war, is there any realism to fans who believe the Mariners will genuinely acquire Otani? I think they're going to be involved. Um, yes. I just, I don't think that they're going to end up paying the, you know, $60 million a year that it's probably going to end up taking to, to sign him. Right. Um, but you know it's it's going to take a very creative contract to to land Otani whenever you know whoever gives them the contract it's going to be very creative and who's the most creative general manager or well baseball executive now right. in baseball Jerry Depoto so um, right um, also who circles back on guys that he misses more than any yeah. general manager in baseball. Jerry right and I mean that's the one and that you got to imagine that that's the one that hurts him the most oh absolutely still to this day like I I feel like people forget because they want to forget because it was really painful when it happened Um, the Mariners were by far the most aggressive team on Otani like without question it should have it should have (laughs) like we Buster only was like oh yeah it's gonna happen and and like like they're trading prospects for international signing money. And then like they have more yeah. money to opt. They basically punted their international draft class that year. Um, you know, we, we have all this yeah. money to spend and, and like we're trading, like we're trading for D Gordon, but we also got a million dollars in international free agent money. Like we really want this guy and, and they gave him the most money and they gave him everything that he wanted essentially. But at the end of the day, Otani wanted to forge his own path. He didn't want to follow in the footsteps of Ichiro, right? Yeah. That's that's what we were told, and that's kind of what um, Otani more or less, you know, admitted. Uh, he wanted to he wanted to be Ichiro for another organization. Um, and to this day, I stand by this. He regrets that decision. I know Angel fans get mad when I say things like that, but it's true. There is a zero percent chance that Shelly Otani looks back at what the decision he made six years ago and goes. Yep, I should have. I was right to pick the Angels over the Mariners, zero percent. Yeah. Now, does that mean he's going to pick the Mariners this time around? No, not at all. I mean, they got they got to be very aggressive on him, right? And I I think they're going to be fairly aggressive on him. But this is one of those things where I think they're aggressive and they just lose because I I look at the teams that they have to beat. We're talking about San Francisco. We're talking yep. about the Dodgers. Yep. We're probably talking about the Mets. Maybe. probably the Yankees, but here's the deal, right? Otani said no to the Yankees already and it had nothing. It, it was just, he didn't want to be in New York. Yeah. The, on the, on the Mets. I mean, like it's one thing that they were able, that they were willing to go over the luxury tax for Correa, but Correa was like a $30 million guy. Whereas Otani is double that. That's like signing two Correas. Potentially. Right. And then the Padres kind of have their own financial flexibility issues with Soto coming up. Um, yeah. But I still, I still expect them to be in. Honestly, like if oh, I, oh yeah, that's I were right. Guessing, they, they haven't, they haven't signed Soto. I just no. realized that. And Machado's going to opt out. They have to get, they have to go right. and try really hard to re up him. Um, and obviously, you know, even the guys who like like Cronenworth, that they're going to start making a lot of money in Arb. You know, some of their pitchers yeah. are going to start making quite a bit of money in Arb. So they're like they're Snell's up a free them. agent, right? And I assume they just let him walk, and they just gave you Darvish that that 
extension for some reason. Yeah, they um, gave Musgrove an extension uh, a yeah. few months ago. Yeah. Right. So we'll see. If I was betting, like on where Otani goes next, uh, I would probably say the Dodgers. Uh, I'm going to say, I, I think it's San Francisco. Yeah, that wouldn't shock me either. Um, I, I'll say the Dodgers, but I think San Francisco is probably second. I think Seattle is like top six or seven. Um, and I think they're top for four. some reason. Okay. Yeah, I, I could totally buy that. Sure. Yeah. For some reason, I feel like John Stanton might actually write the check for Otani that he wouldn't write for anybody else. I well, don't know why. Dude, like, think about no the money that, that. Well, think about the money that he'll rake in though on Otani. Like right, and it's it's a good way to kind of like dispel the whole like oh the Mariners are cheap thing forever, right? You give it like, yeah because to get well, Otani, I don't think I don't I don't think he gives a fuck about that to be quite honest with you. But like no 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 he he doesn't. But, but like the a, money that he'll make from the Japanese networks and all, and the Japanese right. sponsors like think about all the Japanese sponsors that the the Angels right. have right now right and like, the the Mariners uh I think somebody said that the Mariners had expressed a desire to keep the the japanese you know player tradition in seattle alive and the last two years were the last or the last they were right last year was the first year that the mariners didn't have a japanese born player on their roster since like 95 yeah um so it's clearly a market they want to go back into right we know they love otani who doesn't but we knew they loved him coming over as well we know that they were as aggressive as they could be when he picked the angels um, and we have indications that he, the Mariners are going to be somewhat aggressive this time around too. So I don't well, think yeah, it's going to I be mean, a- you look at, you look at the off season that they just had a lot yeah. of one year deals. Sure. Didn't commit much money. Yeah. And they but, are, you know, money's going to, they kick are. In. Yeah. Yeah. Money's going to kick it. Obviously we've talked about the whole crest thing and all that well, i mean castillo's money's gonna kick in julio's money's gonna kick in you're gonna have to pay kirby yeah you're gonna have to pay years. kirby and gilbert and raleigh, raleigh and all these guys maybe even ty france you yeah. know gino suarez's deal is gonna be up around that 2025 period as well right. you know uh so but yeah we're talking so about like it, it's hard for me to imagine that otani gets less than 50 million dollars a year and honestly he probably should get closer to 60 if the mayors yeah. want to run like a $180 million payroll and you know, they're already paying Julio now granted Julio's AAV is not large. Um, but no. still you're talking about giving up basically. But it's, a, half- it's, a, it's an extra, it's like a, it's an additional like 18 to $20 million that's going to kick in. Right. Like, that's not nothing. A, between Castillo, Ray, uh, Julio and Otani. That is like, 65 70% of your total budget that they've run in the past. Now they could expand their budget, but based on what they've spent in the past, like you're talking about pretty much all of it going to four players. That's not something Jerry's ever wanted to do. So to me, the, I mean, the because that's what he, that's what he inherited, you know, when he got, well, that's what he was kind of here. forced to do. Yeah. Right. He was forced to do in Anaheim too. And then he got here and that's kind of the, you know, with the macho quattro or whatever they called him. Like, it took him a few years to get around that. So yeah. Um, I would say yeah. I am also pessimistic that they, they can sign Otani. Um, and I think there's a legitimate case to be made that they shouldn't, you know, based on what we think the, the contract's going to be going to based on how many, like 
Are you going to sign Otani if you know in the long run it's going to cost you Kirby and and Raleigh and Gilbert? Because it probably is. Well, it's it's going to have to be so. The structure uh, of the deal is going to have to be so. There's going to have to be so many incentives based on right him being a two way player opt out. Like if if it was just giving Otani, you know, ten and and four hundred, like fine, whatever. Yeah, I really think we're looking at like eight and four fifty, ten and five five eighty. You know, something insane like that. Well, and again, like it's it's got to be just so incentive heavy because no, like no team really, unless like the Giants who do have a lot of money to spend, just say fuck it, we don't care if you right. end up only doing one thing. Uh, right. But yeah. like, I I feel like no team is really going to be like yeah we're just gonna pay you whatever and like if if you stop pitching in three years who cares like i don't think any team is gonna do that no 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 because otani the bat is probably worth about 20 million dollars a year yeah it's probably about it uh because he's dh only right he's a good hitter a really good hitter but like i feel like people are like oh my god he's like 300 400 800 and it's like no he's like 260 you know 380 500 really good hitter not an elite hitter no, he's like a one. I, I don't know what his actual WRC plus is, but whatever. Right. He's about a 20 because he, he doesn't play a position. Yeah. And because he's probably a, a 20 to 25 million dollar year hitter. Yeah, he's probably a 30 million dollar year pitcher. Right. So if you're Otani, what you're saying is, OK, combine those. And that's the starting point. But if you can't right. pitch or you decide you have to give up hitting, right? Otani, the pitcher by himself, is probably worth, based on his injury history, his age, the the wear and tear on his arm already. He's going to be 29 uh, when he hits free agency. I would say Otani, the pitcher, he's probably worth, what do you think, like seven and and – 250 like somewhere in that range just based on current market prices well if you're if you're paying that much for otani to be a a pitcher right and he's not pitching the bat's not going to make up for that so like yeah i how do you think teams will structure that again i think it's like i think the the first few years will be just guaranteed straight up yeah yeah can you hear me? Yeah. Um, there's a windstorm happening no, outside, so uh, um, our connection might be a little messy at this point. But uh, yeah, I think teams really like. I think the first few years will be just straight up guaranteed, right? Because like, I think if you're a team, you feel pretty good about him doing both for at least the first couple of years of that deal. But once you get into like year four, year five, I think it's going to be very incentive based. And maybe there's an opt out after the first three years. Like first three years, fully guaranteed opt out right after. And then and then everything else from that point forward is incentives based on being a two way player. So and the way that you would do that is like essentially innings pitched or at bats played appearances, I guess. And then yeah, there's probably, probably going to be 
and then there's probably going to be mvp bonuses world series bonuses all that stuff or not bonuses but incentives so yeah i'd I'd imagine something like that so yeah so like if i'm the mariners right um let's just forget the money for a second let's just talk about how the the structure would be again probably go I mean, like, if if you have to outbid, because I'm going to assume that's a pretty similar structure to what the Dodgers and the Giants, et cetera, are going to offer. So if you got to outbid them, I think you got to go first four years guaranteed with maybe an opt-out after year three. And that's a player opt, like, that's, he can opt out. And then incentives from year five to year eight or 10 or however long the rest of the duration of the contract is. Yeah. So are we on a delay? Let me know when you hear me. Yeah, I, I can hear you fine. Oh, okay. No, I think we're good now. I think we're good. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, so like hypothetically, if you're Jerry, right, you do like, four and 200 fully guaranteed and then like a, a player option right so you can opt out head back into free agency yep. and then like year like year five is like if you make if you make 25 starts and you get like 400 plate appearances it's like another 50 million right and you just kind of do that and then it's like well if you if you don't if you don't hit one of those then mm. your salary drops like 30 million. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? So something like yeah. that maybe. Yeah. 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 I think somewhere around that ballpark. So, you know, and uh, again, it's going to be right. all up to John Stanton at the end of the day. Cause I think Jerry DePoto, no question, you know, and Justin Holliday, no question what Otani um i think they're willing to do really whatever it takes to land those guys but that's just going to be you know jerry and company and they probably have already had these conversations and maybe that's part of the reason that we've seen the offseason you know this past offseason play out the way that it, it has they have to have these conversations with with stanton that like yeah you know we want otani but we need to be able to keep the rest of our core together because we have to sustain this thing Cause like, right. you know, it's, if you just go possible that balls to the wall for, o- if you go balls to the wall for Otani and then you, you, you lose and then you're just like in a position where you're fucked and you just, you're going to lose Cal Raleigh and George Kirby and all these guys, you're no better than the angels. Cause you, you have Julio who's essentially your trout and then you have Otani and then you just got to make do with whatever else. Now I, I believe more in the Mariners player development, you know, system than, than the angels that I don't think they're going to be an absolute dumpster fire like the angels in that scenario, but it's not necessarily a place that you want to be <laughs> as an organization either. So I, uh, yeah. Yeah. It, the Otani question is the tough one because it's not as, as simple as a lot of people want it. Like I want Otani. Otani's great. Get Otani. Yeah. It's not that simple. Yeah. As yeah. much as people want to make it that simple, it's not. There are a lot of things you have to consider because 
you're building a team, right? One through 26. You're not trying to get the three best players in the world that you can. And then just like, yeah, we'll see what happens four through 26. If you commit too much to Otani, right? And you have this commitment to Julio. That's, that's great. And it's fun and it's exciting, but it might not be the best way to win baseball games. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you'd rather win baseball games than have Shohei Otani and lose, right? I think that's something we can all agree on. Right, yeah. I don't want to be the Angels, right? You know, they, right. they have two of the best players in, in, you know, in the history of baseball, and they haven't even finished above 500. You know, so it's just, I, I, like, that doesn't automatically equate to success, having those guys, you know, having a guy like that on your team, having Julio and, and Otani on your team doesn't necessarily mean you're going to win a world series right you know it's really important what the rest you know what the other 24 guys look like so yeah i i just if you can make it work where you can also maintain the rest of your core absolutely without question do it you know right like john stanton should be without hesitation without hesitation willing to do that will he actually do that though i don't know so if you're Jerry and Justin and Stanton says, yeah, I'll sign Otani, but you can't give Cal Raleigh and George Kirby and Logan Gilbert what they're going to want, then I'm going to have to say no to Otani. Yeah. I just am, you know, I, I just because like because because not only is it about maintaining the guy, you know, guys like Raleigh and and uh and kirby and gilbert it's also like i'm done for free agency for the next few years i'm done being able to like add payroll via trade right and then everything comes down to how well do you develop harry ford and and bryce miller and 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 again i i trust the mariners more than i do the angels on that front but still (laughs) it's not it's this isn't one of those get it done no matter what type of things right this is if it makes yeah. sense money wise and it makes sense roster construction wise, do it. Yeah. But if it doesn't yeah, and you feel like it's going to shorten your window, which it very well could, yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. Context is very, very, very important with any roster building conversation, but it's probably the most important here with Otani specifically yeah. when it comes to the Mariners. Right. Because there's not a more expensive player in the in baseball. And he's worth it in a vacuum yeah but yeah. you don't build rosters in a vacuum and so yeah. ty and i um, i imagine we're going to spend a lot of this winter until he signs talking oh, about God. otani because yeah. we know he's going to be linked to the mariners that's a fact oh, he yeah. will be linked to the seattle mariners and we're gonna spend a lot of time talking about it but we're not going to tell you guys whether we think it's a good idea or a bad idea until we see what the the numbers Dude, are could, could you imagine what the views would be like on on the emergency pod if they signed otani <laughs> <laughs> Probably like six K. Be like, really? Yeah, yeah we really? get Gary Hill. We get Gary yeah. Hill numbers. <laughs> I'd probably quit. I'd probably quit podcasting at that point. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm, I'm done. I'm out. I'm out. See you guys. It's like, really, <laughs> I'm, guys? I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back to school. <laughs> get my degree. Pick another avenue for myself. This. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> AJ Pollock got eight point eight in the first, you know, <laughs> two months. And we're going to be like two months after Otani signs, it's going to be like 7.4. Like, really? Okay. Yeah. That's how we're, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, all right, so we got a couple more questions to get through. I don't think they're yeah. going to take all that long either. So are these all from yeah. the same person? Yeah, these are all from the same. I mean, they're all within the same message, right? I, they uh, don't yeah. sign it off as as like we right. can't see a name here. So, um, right. all right. Uh, this is a question that we already answered on Locked On, but we'll just kind of go over it again. Uh, do you sure. think going into arbitration with Teo will affect relations and possible extensions in the future? Again, that's ultimately up to Teo Oscar. Um, I thought the Mariners didn't really do anything wrong in this uh, situation because everyone projected Teo to get around $14.1 million, and that's pretty much where the Mariners valued him. Uh, Teo thought otherwise and, and put himself at 16 mil. Uh, and obviously the arbiter picked the, the Mariner side as tends to be the case right. with most of these arbitration uh, hearings uh, that usually the organization is the one that's sided with. Um, I just, I don't think that this is a situation that's like Corbin Burns, right? Where you act, where there was actually a, a relationship there and you're saying a bunch of shit like, Oh, Damaged like this guy who's a perennial Cy Young candidate is the reason that we didn't make the playoffs over $740,000. Right. Like, you know, and again, I'm not saying that $2 million is a lot of money. It is a, that is a pretty big difference compared to a Corbin Burns situation. Right. Especially when you don't have a previous relationship. Right. Like and you've only been in a relationship with Tay Oscar for two months. Right. And it really know? even hasn't really hasn't even started yet because yeah. we don't know if Teo's going to like it here or not. We assume he will, but we don't know. We don't know how it's going to work until you actually see it. But um, we also should stop presenting that Teo and, and Corbin Burns are the same player. <laughs> like, like, like Corbin Burns is legitimately one of the five best pitchers in baseball. And you're arguing over 750,000. Teo is a, a borderline all-star corner outfielder. We're talking about 2 million. So it's a pretty big difference there, but. Uh, no, I don't think this will affect the relationship. Um, I think if the Mariners get to a point where they get, they tail as interest and there's a number that they both like that tail will be open to it and the Mariners will be open to it. Whether or not that happens, I don't know, but I don't think that ARB the ARB thing is going to be the reason why it doesn't happen. Right. Um, because yeah. I think if tail likes it here and, and he likes the fit and he likes the city, and he likes the the org and all that stuff, then he'll be open to a to an extension at market price. Um yeah. so yeah, I, I don't see that I really don't see that being a, a big sticking point going forward. Um because you know, again, yeah. we, we we don't know how Seattle handled this, but one thing we know for sure that they didn't do is they didn't go into the arbitrator and be like, This guy cost us the playoffs last year. <laughs> right? Like there was no bur- there was no bridge to really burn. It's just these are the stats. Here's the projections. What they think he's going to be worth. This is why we think he's worth closer to that than this. And that's it, right? There's no, there's nothing personal about that that uh, arbitration hearing. Whereas Burns and, and the Brewers, that was all personal. Yeah. Uh the the next question think, here. No, yeah. Do you, do you think, think the Mariners? The... <laughs> I'll I'll read it. I'll read Sorry. it. Sorry. Do you think that do you think the Mariners were being petty or, or worried irrationally about a weaker repeat? Not really. No. 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 I no. don't think they're connected at all. Yeah, no. Um the the only similarities between Jesse Winker and, and Tay Oscar Hernandez are their corner outfielders. <laughs> I mean right. Jesse Winker really isn't even that. But uh yeah. yeah. Uh by the yeah. way, Winker is gonna crush this year, we know. 
you don't have to send us his numbers we get it okay i think uh, maybe we should talk about that on on tomorrow's locked on like which mariner that departed this uh, offseason will have the best year like okay. jesse or mitch or someone like sure. that you know yeah yeah i'm sure that'll get a bunch of you know yeah. interactions so yeah uh, all right. How do you think uh, Teo's and Wong's offensive numbers will differ being in T-Mobile? Um, not much. Yeah, yeah, not really. Uh, I, I yeah, I, I, I think Teo honestly might hit a few more bombs in Seattle. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't. Wishful I don't think that. Okay. Uh I don't think uh especially like with Wong's uh, offensive profile, I don't think he he's like it really depends on on what ballpark he's playing in. Teo more so because obviously Teo's like a big part of his game is power. Yep. But like I don't know. I I, I think Teo Teo's going to be fine because it's not yeah. I I just I, I think Teo's going to be pretty much who he who he's always been in seattle it's not that's not big of that's not that big of a difference going from toronto to seattle so yeah it doesn't appear to be as big as people think um obviously you're playing indoors in in toronto most of the time so that's that's helpful um but yeah i mean also teo last year was was hurt right and he missed some time and so i think teo's probably gonna hit between 25 and 30 home runs i think he's probably gonna hit somewhere between 260 and 280. Um, I think he's probably going to slug, you know, 450 to 500, somewhere in that range. Like, I, I think he's going to be fine. Um, yeah, so so Teo last year uh, would have hit, if he played all of his games at Rogers Center, would have hit 28 home runs at right. T-Mill. He would have hit 31. Right. And the year before, by the way, 25 homers in Toronto, uh, but 34 in Seattle. So yeah. park factors aren't perfect, but... It does give you a pretty good idea. Teo's not hitting wall scrapers, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think he's going to be fine. Uh, wall- I don't know how Milwaukee's uh, ballpark plays, to be honest with you. Um, but lefty bats do tend to translate better in Seattle uh, than right-handed bats. Um, and, you know, Wong is, is – he's not a big power guy anyways. Um but, you know, if, if he played all of his games in Seattle last year, he would have hit 15 homers. And that was the same in Milwaukee. Right. So um, year before it would have been 13, also the same as it was in Milwaukee. So, yeah. yeah are, are Milwaukee's dimensions like very similar or something like that? I don't know. I, I really don't know. I don't know. Climate yeah. of Milwaukee compared to Seattle. Yeah. I, yeah. I yeah. don't know. But Wong's skill set traditionally is going to carry over more because, um, you know, it's, it's less reliant on power. Right. And, and so you don't have to worry about T-Mobile sapping Colton Wong's power. Um, and I don't think you have to worry about Teoscar, uh, either. I, I think both guys are going to be within five or 10% of what they were last year. And I would actually expect Teo's, uh, WRC plus to go up. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm not worried about it. I think they'll be, I think they'll be pretty darn good. So pretty excited about this real quick. Here's a little, behind the scenes exclusive for you guys if you're still listening uh so not next week but the week after um we're gonna have a pretty cool interview uh on uh, thursday what is it hold on it is thursday 
uh tomorrow's the 23rd then the next one is the second so march 9th Ooh, uh, that'll be interesting we, because i don't know who it is so we are going to have alex yeah. fast of pitcher list ah. on on the show to talk some pitching ah. uh and yeah. big big fan of big fan of alex uh i'm not but that's no i'm joking <laughs> <laughs> uh cool. yeah um, alex is a alex is a really good follow on twitter if yep. you are not following him uh at alex fast eight on twitter uh he uh yeah he's one of the big uh big guys over at pitcher list and he's also uh does some stuff with espn um so yeah yeah um do the mariners have like good pitching to talk about do they have they have some stuff that maybe might be interesting yeah i'll, I'll ask him about uh marco gonzalez's slider yeah there there you go um <laughs> yeah, that, that works out well because that's one of the days i i'm in uh arizona one of my first days in arizona so perfect perfect yes we'll have to uh record some of that stuff ahead of time yeah yeah i should probably maybe schedule a few more interviews actually for you can uh, find them <coughs> yeah yeah i could dude i really want to get shannon on the show i tried reaching out to her on like publicly because she doesn't have her dms open i should just ask gary i should be I was like gonna hey, say gary. why don't you just ask gary yeah i should be like gary because she was in the background of the first interview that i did when he was in the booth like i literally saw her she was sitting right behind him i was like <laughs> i should have been like hey gary just turn around real quick and ask shannon if she wants to come on the show <laughs> yeah like what yeah so um yeah shannon would be great um yeah. my mom loves shannon <laughs> so uh, she would be super pumped yeah what? like is there some real fast is there somebody like that you really don't want to interview from like the Mariner side of things. Like you're just like, nothing. John Stanton. <laughs> I mean, besides John Stanton. Yeah. Uh, I mean like Katie Griggs, I guess I don't really care about ballpark operations and all this stuff. I mean, but th- that for, our, for me, our listeners, well, might. well you probably yeah, listeners. you're not going to be here, but like, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the thing, right? It's like, I don't live in the, in the area, so I don't have any interest in that, but like, I would do it because I know you guys would like that so or some of you would like that maybe um i'm trying to think like anyone that's affiliated with the mariners that uh yeah there isn't really like anyone that i'm like opposed to necessarily no yeah yeah you could have pretty good conversation like there's Um, obviously like some people that i'm just like i'm not super excited about like i mean i'm not interviewing nathan bishop or anything like that but no but i'm talking about people that are like actually like with the the like they collect a paycheck or or they cover the 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 team they cover the team or they're like with the yeah they're with the team or whatever there isn't really like anyone that i'm just like no except for john stanton i have no interest in doing that yeah yeah julio and aaron still at the top of the list but uh shannon would be cool so yeah you should reach out to gary um get rick riz on I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to meet some people when I'm down there in Arizona. Good luck, like, man. I, I don't. Wait, you just gonna like Gary? Get me s- in. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> oh, I see how it is. Maybe. I see how it is. Ty, Ty didn't want to curry any favor. I'm gonna be down there for a week, and Ty was like, I don't want to get Colby any access because then it's less likely Gary. You, will give you can me access. Up, you, you can head for up the Gary? one day. I feel like you Gary and I don't have that relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I no. mean, I mean. I, I think he like I think he likes me more, but oh, okay. like you know I'm more yeah. aloof, so it's, right. it's I'm not as needy right. as Ty. So <laughs> I, I got to keep that persona up. 
Uh, I want right. to meet. I want to. I want to meet Goldie when I'm when I'm yeah, down there. Well, I want to say what's up to Goldie. To <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know. I just want to say what's up. Like that's it. Like, like Gold, I, but Goldie has been like near or at the top of our interview wish list since we started. Uh, yeah. Like, since we started control the zone, dude. I have his email. I need to just fucking email him. Like I, I just need. I need to just do it. Is like, it the same format as Jerry's? That's how I figured out Jerry's. Yeah, <laughs> because oh, yeah, I had that's, Aaron's. Right, that's right. That's right. Because yeah. I had Aaron's. Because you already had Aaron's, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, man, you got to get on that. You got to get on that. So, um, anyways, uh, so yeah, last all right, question. So, last one. Uh, yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah, it's kind of like a two-parter, but yeah. Uh, if Evan White ends up hitting and can prove it in AAA over months of at bats, does he and France share first base, or does France go into mainly a DH role for fans that haven't seen White play? How big of an improvement defensively in his prime if he somehow gets there again post injury? Is he then France? I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty significant. You know, Ty France yeah. has been fine at first base. Yeah. Um, he was actually really good there in 2021. Um, yeah, took a step back last year. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't uh, as good. Fair, and I mean, so did JP Crawford. Yeah, yeah, and, and Adam Frazier, but not Gino, not Gino. Um, dude, Gino, I'm so worried about Gino this year. I have like why? this irrational fear that Gino is going to be like bad, like really bad this year. I don't think he's going to be bad. I don't think he'll be like a four win player like he was last year, but he's only 31 years I, old. I just, I just really want him to be good because I want him to stick around because I love him. <laughs> he's just, he's my favorite. Yeah, like he's, he's here for another two years. Like I know, I know, but like, I they're just not don't giving to, him an extension. Let's be clear about I, that. I just don't want it to get to a point this offseason where it's like we need a third baseman. <laughs> like, you know, okay, I, I feel like Gino's probably still going to hit like two thirty, three twenty, four fifty, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just like. It's just an irrational fear of mine. It's I'm it's not, not really worried. based on. I'm not yeah. too worried about you. Uh, we'll just answer the second part because that's easier. Yeah. Uh, White compared to uh, White to France in terms of first base defense yeah. is kind of like Franklin Gutierrez to Jared Kelnick in center field. Like Kelnick can do it. Like you're like you survive with him, but like yeah, yeah, it's it's not the same like i mean evan white like let's just be real about it evan white has the potential to be the greatest defensive first baseman of all time (laughs) like that's how good he is there are multiple scouts who have already made that call yeah that evan white is better than mattingly he's better than keith hernandez evan white is the best defensive first baseman in baseball history and they were making that call while he was in college and nothing he's done at the big league level should take away from that he, yeah. Evan White at first base, I'll put it like that. Evan White is better at playing first base than any other player in baseball is better at playing their position. Evan White is the Michael Jordan of first base defense. <laughs> like, yes. yes. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. not all that valuable in the grand scheme. That's not, yeah, it's not super valuable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's helpful. Yeah. Uh, it's it's helpful but uh. yeah yeah um yeah i think it would be like to answer the first part of the 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 question i think france especially with the dh role being open right now i think the the obvious like the most obvious answer here is that france would mostly dh yeah um and white would play first as long as white is hitting you know um and then I think we would see, you know, on the days that, that France plays first, that you would see, you know, Evan either DH or, or play some corner outfield. 
Um, yeah, I I think again, and, and the the question does preface it by saying if he proves he can hit. So if we're assuming Evan White is what league average or better, um, I think the ideal formation is most of the time Evan White plays first, Ty France DHs. Uh, once in a while, Evan White plays left field or right field and France plays first. And, and that's how you keep, you know, your outfielders fresh by rotating them through the DH spot like the Mariners want to do. Um, and then there are going to be times where you're just going to sit Evan White. Right. Like, even if he's healthy, you're just going to be like, yeah, I don't like this matchup. We're sitting Evan White today. And there's yeah. going to be a handful of times where ah, Ty France needs a day off. We're going to just bench him. So those two can coexist on the same roster. But Evan White has to hit, and he's got to be able to play a little bit of outfield. Yeah. Yeah. That makes the most sense. It's, uh, you know, it, we'll see, you know, how the injuries impact Evan moving forward. But it seems right, like, so. I mean, he's already working out with the outfielders, so it seems like they think he can do it. Right. We're um, going to see a lot of Evan White this summer t- or this spring, too. Yeah. I, I would not be shocked if the here you go, Ty. Here here's the hot take. Which oh. three Mariners get the most at bats mm. in spring training this year in the Cactus League? Evan White, Cade yep. Marlowe. Yep. Jared Keldick? Yeah, those would be my three. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, we're gonna see a lot of Evan White. So we'll see how healthy he is relatively. I mean, we can't make any harsh decisions on it based on spring training games but we'll have a pretty good idea of how healthy he is i just i just want to see him against major league quality pitching yeah that's the important part which is going to be a little tough yeah um and i mean shit you know if he shows like like he can hit those guys then great like i feel pretty good about him going into triple a and then we'll see mm-hmm. you know um you know just if he can build some confidence going into the triple a season that'd be huge be really huge just for him because it's just it's been you know we we i think at times you know colby and i get so wrapped up in the numbers and everything else that goes into it that we kind of forget about the mental impact of things like it that is like a big thing for for evan to to kind of overcome is the mental side of things because he just he keeps on getting hurt he's had a really rough last couple of years so if he can build any sort of confidence going into the going into april like that'd be massive that'd be a game changer for him so yeah um yeah and i I think everybody's rooting for evan white um great dude uh really fun player and the thing about his first base defense is that it's so good it makes every single person on the infield better yeah Um, it's true so yeah it's very true if you can add that with at least an average bat um then then it's worth it to use a roster spot on him if you can't get to it's, average it's if, really exciting to think about the upside of him like, oh he's kind of like kelnick where like when he makes contact he hits the ball a mile and like on a like he his barrel rate is insane yeah and his exit velocity numbers are insane it's just he's sold out everything else to be able to do that and that's a problem yeah. it'd be really fucking cool if he got back on track and he was actually able to be a part of this thing like, what do you think the minimum, like, numbers that Evan White would have to put up at AAA? And I know it's not about numbers, but, like... Yeah, yeah, I was. that's what I was going to say. I was like, I don't give a fuck what the numbers look like, honestly. But like, you kind of do. 
because like if Evan White is up there, you know, in Triple A, and and like he looks okay at the plate, and you know he's hitting yeah. the ball hard, but he's hitting two twenty with a two eighty on base. Like you're not calling that guy up. Yeah. So it is kind of about production. Yeah. But it, it's not just about oh he's hitting three hundred, call him up. It's like well he's still striking out thirty eight percent of the time. Like right. 270, 330, 340, you know, 490. I think he has to be at least that. And it's got to be in into June for me, or maybe yeah. in July. Um, well, that's the thing, right? He's like, like, you don't need him right now. So, like, you can take all the time no. you need with him. So, right. And then what do you think? Like, what's in a, what is a major league slash line? You know, you throw in strikeout percentage if you want. What's in a which one like what what is that slash line that you think you can go into this off season, this next off season and go, Evan White has a chance to be a part of this thing as opposed to like he's he's toast. Two twenty five, two thirty, um, a two thirty on base. Ooh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, three ten, three fifteen, somewhere in that range. You know, four fifty slug. Something like yeah, that. I think he's got to be. I think he's got to be around league average, which is about two two thirty five, three ten, four thirty ish, or four fifteen. But I think the power needs to be more because he's playing first base. Yeah. So so again, yeah, like four fifty ish. Like, yeah. and that can be doubles. That can be mostly yeah. double. It doesn't necessarily need to be over the wall. Like you would no. prefer that, obviously. But uh, yeah, and I, I think his strikeout rate's got to be under thirty percent. It's got to be like twenty eight. At at the highest, what like was it? It was it was like it was like thirty it was like thirty five thirty four or something like that. I think. Just want to see what it was last year at Double A or Triple A. Huh. They don't have. He was. Why don't he they was, have minor league numbers on Statcast? Or on uh, uh, here, numbers? I got it for you. He okay. was running a twenty one and a half K rate. That's acceptable. That's, that's acceptable. And 107 plate appearances. Yeah. Right. Small sample. Yeah. He's uh, at, his his rookie year. He was running a 29.8. Or sorry, uh, 2021. 2021. He was running a 29.8 at the major league level. Yeah. Unacceptable. Uh, 41.6 at the major league level in his rookie season. So yeah. Um, yeah. Like if you see it, if he's sitting for the slash line that I laid out, you know, around that. And he's striking out like 28% of the time. Fine. Yeah. You're not going into next year. Like he's a big part of it, but you're like, he's got a shot. We can give him a shot from day one. Yeah. He could be on the bench at the very least. Right. Um, I think, you know, if, if for Evan white to be in a position where we look at him in 2024 and we go, yep. Evan white is a part of this thing. I think he probably has to hit 250. 330 you know 470 um to kind of like force his way back and it's got to be in more than like 68 plate appearances you know it, it right. can't be it, you got to get like 200 plate appearances so that kind of data um uh, but we'll see i'm certainly rooting for him uh, i know that so and I, I know most of you guys are as well uh evan white remains the most asked about player this winter which is insane but it, it's it's true is there a player that we got asked more about than Evan White this winter? Yeah, not really. I, like, I don't I think just, so. I mean, Kelnick. Kelnick. 
Kelnick, yeah. I, I feel Definitely like White Kelnick. got asked about more than Kelnick, but... I don't know, man. Everyone asked about it, Jerry Kelnick. It was a lot of questions about Evan White. Yeah. So. Um, By the way, what'd you do to piss off Churchill? What do you mean? What did he do? You just tweeted, Dan is the most underappreciated podcaster in at least Seattle. Wow. <laughs> well. Wow. I'm fucking hurt. It's an interesting way to break up a partnership, okay? Damn. Relationship over. <sighs> you know, you think you know somebody. <laughs> oh, this is cool. Oh. Maybe not. Uh, the Browns interviewed Jets special teams assistant Leon Washington oh, for nice. their uh, special team coordinator job. Yeah. Nice. I mean, fuck. I the didn't Browns, know Leon was, yeah. was coaching. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw him. Uh, uh, he was at the Senior Bowl uh, last year nice. when Robert Sala was coaching the national team. I forget which one he was coaching. Uh, but yeah, Leon was working with. Uh, uh like bo melton i think uh saw nice. him in a couple pictures so yeah maybe he's working with Tariq. i can't remember but yeah he was working with you know some special teams guys sweet so good for him good player <coughs> yeah all right so well like the, the those, yeah so uh sorry for all the sickness sounds i tried to to mute as much as possible there's one part that i'm gonna have to edit out <laughs> when i thought i was muted but i wasn't sure. uh, you guys won't hear that uh but uh by the way apologies for some of the coughs that i weren't wasn't able to mute out right um, um i'm realizing now like two hours into this thing we never told people how they could send questions we did did we 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 talked about bitly bit.ly slash ask C the Z. Yeah. Pretty I don't sure we think did we, that. we mentioned that, but okay. Well, also, do, can you delete questions? Uh, I think so. Let me see. Uh, like, can you delete like the. Mm, delete all responses. Yeah. Yeah. So you just delete oh, them okay. after you're done with them. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're good. Sweet. All right, well, so oh, one one more thing, Ty. Uh huh. I know you're about to wrap, but yeah, yeah. Do you remember the last time we did a free episode? Fuck no, I don't at all. Do you want to take a stab at it? Because I looked it up yesterday. June. Last June. Yeah. Uh, July 10th, 2021. Wow. Really? We went all of 2022 (laughs) without doing a free show? Yep. That's, uh, wow. That's surprising. That's, that's also not good. (laughs) Yeah. We, we should have, uh, we should have done more. Not ideal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this one's free. Yeah. I doubt you guys made uh, it this far, but if you did, I hope you enjoyed the free one. We we probably won't do this every month, but we'll no. we'll, we'll we'll you know because we want to be fair to everyone that's actually paying for these, right? Um, but uh, yeah, you know we'll we'll try to drop a couple here and there throughout the year, uh, just so people can um, 
you know get an idea of what the show is like what we're like when we're not unlocked on because it is a very different show not under the yoke of corporate america exactly exactly uh saw the the tables of tyranny in under the under the thumb of capitalism yes uh (laughs) at the ankles of big business (laughs) dismantle this oppressive establishment board by board name that show uh that sounds very familiar for shame tell me what that is spongebob yeah that was spongebob yeah i was gonna yeah 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 that was uh yeah board yeah board by board yeah no, it's a. Uh, it clicked for me. I'm also trying to reply to a text simultaneously, uh, <laughs> <laughs> real quick. Well, you know, Caroline's like, "Hey, you said you were going to be done before six, and now it's like six thirty-five." <laughs> She's like, "Die, you liar!" To be fair, we would have been done even with the two-hour show if we didn't spend thirty minutes talking about Ant Man before we hit record. That's that's true. Um, yeah, I mean. You know, whatever. We're we're never on time anyway. At the end of the day, we, we're never on schedule. But uh, you know, that's just uh, that's just who we are. And uh, you know, I mean, we could change. We could get more responsible. But uh, who wants to do that? That sounds lame. So, yeah, growing ups for losers. Yeah, exactly. Being responsible, gross. Uh, all right. So yeah, hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, this episode i thought <laughs> i thought this was honestly one of our better episodes uh at least as of late so uh yeah uh, i like the the question stuff again we're probably not going to do this every week uh but if you guys submit some questions the the bitly is always open again that's bit.ly uh slash uh, ask c the z so the letter c yeah. the word the and then the letter z <laughs> or yeah. z if you're canadian uh yeah, so the, uh believe it or not ask ctz was already taken so had to get creative there yeah. <clears throat> yeah. i will now uh, end the show with my monologue okay Go. i will restore the working man to his rightful glory i will dismantle this oppressive establishment board by board i will saw the tables of tyranny in half gnaw at the ankles of big business <laughs> That's such a good show, dude. Early SpongeBob was awesome. Anyways, dude, early early SpongeBob was like, like OD. That show ninety nine awesome. to like two thousand four SpongeBob was just insane. Yeah, yeah, that show slapped so hard. Yeah, shout out to the prehistoric episode. Shit suck. <laughs> I like SpongeBob. Uh, uh, SpongeBob the pencil guy. Uh, what's pencil oh, Doodle Bob, Bob or whatever? Doodle, Doodle, Doodle Bob. Bob. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, of course, fucking, the bubble bowl. Yeah, the bubble bowl. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. bubble bubble boy or bubble man? What was his name? Bubble, oh, bubble uh, the dirty man. bubble. No, 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 no. The, the guy a, that it, he's a bubble that wears like a fedora. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What I, was his name? Was it yeah. bubble boy? Was it bubble? I think boy? it was just bubble man or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Shout Let's out see to if him. I can find it real fast while you do the wrap up. I'm gonna see if I can find his name. Right. So, thank you again. To everyone that tuned in, especially if you are not subscribed, uh, please subscribe to the Patreon if you like this episode and ah. you want to hear us more in a long form, uh, you know, show. Uh, we get into, um, you know, we'll we'll touch on topics that we uh, or we'll expand rather on topics that we we get into on Locked On because you know we only have so much time mm-hmm. on Locked On. 
Uh, we'll also just, you know, we'll save some topics to talk about on here. We'll also just riff. I mean, not every show is as structured as, as this one. Sometimes we just kind of, you know, like I said, at the top of the show, we kind of just shoot the shit and just see what happens. And we kind of make a show out of that. Um, it's a, it's a bit of a mixed bag here, but if you just kind of enjoy us for some reason and you enjoy us talking, um, and that's really kind of why you're here. And some of our listeners have said, that's kind of why we're here. Like, they're like, yeah, I have really no interest in what you're talking about, but I like hearing you guys talk. So, (laughs) you know, that's, that's it. Uh, if you're into that, then, uh, yeah, subscribe. All it takes is $3 a month for you to get access to our Wednesday shows. And then a couple of extra bucks on top of that for $5 a month, uh, you can get access to all of our shows that we do. So that's Monday and Wednesday. Um, and so, yeah. So if that sounds uh, interesting to you, you can try it out. All you have to do is, is sign up for a month, but we're also offering yearly subscriptions as well. You can just pay for the whole year up front uh, if you want. And uh, yep. if you want to make that investment, take the risk. <laughs> and uh, oh, you get nice. And you get a, a percentage off. Uh, you essentially pay for the the equivalent of ten months rather than yeah. the full twelve months if you sign you up for pay a whole for year. Ten months up front, and then you get two months free. Um, yeah, sixteen percent is the actual number. It's the most that Patreon would let us do. So, right. you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, did you figure out Bubble Boy, Bubble Man, Bubble what Buddy? Bubble Buddy, that's right. Yeah, yeah Bubble yeah, Bubble, yep. Bubble Buddy. Did you ever play Battle for Bikini Bottom? No, I didn't. Ah, oh, that's such a good game. No, they remastered I'm... it and it was kind of shitty. Like uh, they didn't do it justice. But man, that's a, that's, that's a fucking a classic. Hey, uh, it's like a PS2 Kevin? classic. Ke- oh yeah, Kevin. The <laughs> yeah, Kevin. <laughs> do you want it to hurt, Kevin? <laughs> Uh, next episode nothing but spongebob memes see you guys on there friday we <laughs> there, there we go all right guys i uh we'll see you guys uh tomorrow for for locked on if i'm sick i'm sick but we got to do an episode tomorrow this was our only uh day we could afford to take off so we're just gonna have to go for it so <laughs> if i'm if i'm half dead tomorrow you just got to deal with it so <laughs> we'll see we'll see how that goes uh so yeah Hope you guys enjoyed. If you haven't subscribed already, please do. And uh, we'll see you next time. Peace.